This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Yo, what up? How's it going? Daytime show. That means we're gonna have energy, maybe. I don't energy, know. big energy. Got to yeah. find. I gotta find energy. Energy. Use car salesman energy. Oh, hey, uh, come on down. Uh, Four ninety nine a month on this brand new Kia Sorento. I feel like mattress salesmen always have this middle ground. Like, with this? They're they're like loud, but they're relaxed. Uh, they're rarely shouting. What is it? Uh, wacky yeah, inflatable like, arm man. Hey, wacky. I can help you sleep. Yeah. You want to you get some sleep? I can help you with that. I got a match for you. <laughs> I just jumped out of bed. What? What's going on? I just woke up. Because you know, like mattress, you're going, there's never anyone in a mattress store. Whenever you go into a mattress store, you're the customer. Mm-hmm. You're, there's not like a whole bunch of people in there. You ever caught a mattress salesman napping? I have. Really? Oh, yeah. At the place on the place on Pico, whatever that that mattress store is testing his product. There was definitely a mattress salesman, or was he a mattress journalist? And that was a press (laughs) launch. Press launch. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's fucking someone on Pico because the mattress press. You see a bowl of shrimp, you're like, I know what's going on here. (laughs) How long is the mattress store going to last? Now that we get our mattresses basically in the mail, you know. I mean. A mattress is a pretty big commitment for a lot of people. A good mattress is like a thousand bucks, and sure. you keep them for a few years. Like, I would like, I would never buy a mattress that I didn't try first. I don't think Thad rolled the dice on that jam. I so did. He got, he got, I did, did you get the Amazon mattress? Yeah, but I only, I only rolled the dice because it was cheap enough. I, I trusted the reviews, and I felt his, and you could return it for free. You felt his. Yeah. That counts. I bought you mine. Touched, you physically touched Yeah, but thing. I bought mine sight unseen. The reviews were good, and I'm like, well, for 300 yes, bucks. Yes, you don't sleep. 300 bucks. <laughs> you, you, don't sleep. <laughs> you don't sleep. You, know, you don't you know, sleep at all. The, the risk for you is like you know an exercise machine for me. <laughs> you, know? you know, the sad thing is no. I think I've logged more time accidentally falling asleep on my couch in the last year than on my bed. I, I've been there for yeah. sure. But a mattress. I got the mattress from uh, from like the Westin Hotel. You got the what was it? The cloudy. Uh, the heavenly bed. Yeah, Heaven- it's nice. It's I'm, really I'm nice. a big fan of it. I've touched yours and your sister's. That sounds funny. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. And not that expensive. I'm not doing a commercial. It's actually reasonable. It's pretty, pretty affordable for the like quality. Of- years. Like it was awesome. Yeah. Well, I find the funny thing is, is that you know, Tempur-Pedic and all that used to be super expensive, but then I think the patents yeah. expired. So now all these Chinese companies yeah. just crank them out. Well, That's there was got, a back when I was in New York, there was a Bob's Furniture Store it was called. Yeah. And he started making the shit. Yeah. Like when I was in high school, we hear have it on the on the radio. The Bobopedic mattress was the half price of the Tempur-Pedic mattress. It was the same. My friend Brandon got got one. It's the same shit. It's just it's the same thing. Did Bob get sued? No, those commercials went on for at least 10 years. Wow. I, I bet you Bob's still fucking selling that foam. Oh. 
He probably has a nice little little nest egg from that shit. He's in the back just mixing whatever, you know, the, the foam. Well, you know, the inventor of the Tempur-Pedic foam, Michael Fuchs. He has all the cars. He has the weird cars. He has yeah. all the weird cars. No, he has normal cars, but he has a weird amount of them. A weird strangely, amount of they're them all vacuum-packed and, and they expand upon opening. He yeah. just <laughs> parked, like, on his lawn. There's, like, 12 Rolls Royces <laughs> yeah. and then 12 F430s, all different colors. Just like really It's almost like he has, you know, he wants a procession to greet him when he gets home, mm-hmm. but he just couldn't hire that many people. My son will not walk past the row of only three red Ferraris. <laughs> what am I, a coal miner? <laughs> um... I don't know why we started on mattresses, but uh, yeah, that, we're just going to end that mattress thing and right there. We <laughs> speaking of mattresses, though, we can talk about this. <coughs> Excuse me, Zach and I uh, went down to North Carolina <laughs> to uh, to drive uh, a guy named Lee Keen's uh, Safari Nine Eleven. Yes. Lee's, Lee's a racing driver, pretty successful one. I think most most of our visitors have uh, probably seen the video. Yeah, he did oh, this man. this uh, rain video with the Nurburgring. Um, um, where he drive. was going through the stream, too, with his 911. Oh, the Safari video. Yeah, yeah he yeah, did yeah. that. But he also was driving the 911 RSR in the Nurburgring in the rain, and it's a nutty video. It's, it's called, like, Dancing in the Rain. Rain Dance. And, it, and he's a lot of oversteer, a lot of correction. Yeah. Fast. He's really good. He's very good at oversteer. <laughs> so he invites us to his cabin in North Carolina to drive this Safari 911 rally car. It's mm-hmm. an 81 911 uh, it's pretty much stock drivetrain, but like lifted uh, suspension, you know, rally wheels and mud tires, and and really, really neat. Oh, neat it's like thing. the shit you see in the European videos. It was the greatest car in the world. Yeah, it was amazing, and it put up, and it put up with some pretty abusive driving like all day, no problem. It's always surprising to me when a unibody vehicle like that will actually put up with it. It. It was, it was so one of the most solid cars I've ridden in. Period. Did he have a cage in it? Or? No, no. But just the, he had an old like '70s style roll bar, roll bar, like a vintage roll bar. Yeah, but like the dash, the the shifter boot, the door panel, like nothing wiggled, no squeaks, no rattles, and we're going off roading. We're off roading. Thirty, forty miles yeah, yeah. an hour. And well, it's just, I guess it. I guess it would make sense because they get the good suspension and the car doesn't really weigh any more than it originally did. And, and no, it's actually a little bit lighter and like it's like they're galvanized steel and so all the it's yeah. they're just they're so solid and mm-hmm. something about the geometry of a Porsche works not only like I think it fuck it might work better on the dirt than it works on the tarmac. I mean, that car was like I would say, so yeah. easy to controllably slide through a one-lane forest with trees and cliffs on either side like it was nothing. Well, you you still get the pendulum thing, you know, with the weight in the back. Right. But in the dirt, that adds a lot of grip when you're trying to accelerate, which we talked about. If you had a front-engine rear-wheel drive, you'd drift much more, but you wouldn't be able to put the power down out of corners. And what happens is, like... If you're in a on a 911 on the track and you're really pushing it and get oversteer and you lift, the tires catch that tarmac and it snaps you back the other way. Yeah. The momentum of that sends you into a spin on the inside of the corner. In the dirt, when you have a loose surface, you don't get the snapback. It's out and back. Makes out perfect and sense. back. Out and back. And like you, there's no snappiness it's to just, it. Your angle is completely controlled through the throttle. Completely through the throttle yeah. and and easily. Easy. Not. I mean, it's I could not even. It. It's one of those ones where you. It's one of the cars that you get into and you just don't even think about it. It just does exactly what you want it yeah, to. It's do. perfect. And yeah. like all those all-wheel drive rally cars we've driven, the Subarus and stuff. Like if you're if you're like trying to rotate the car mid corner on power, like it doesn't happen. It's like a they push, 
and you have to like go in too fast, handbrake, straight wheel power, like Ken Block driving. This, when you turn the wheel, when you're turning in, it it turns in like a like a Porsche race car does, and then when you tap the throttle, you get instant oversteer, which is exactly what you want. Yeah, it doesn't push out. It's fucking cool. I mean, that Matt was swinging it. Like I rode with you the first time you drove it. And it was like two corners in and drifting, and then it's like, oh, this all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But then to get it to go back and forth on the S's was just lifting and gas. It, you don't yeah. have to like, you know, all-wheel drive cars sometimes if you if you want that mid-corner yeah. adjustment, you might have to kick the brake real quick to throw the weight forward to get yeah. it to change or something like that. And this was just off and on. Well, and the beautiful thing on. with dirt, too, is that you can do it at such a low, much lower yeah. speed that you can build that confidence a lot easier. That's true. There's still a lot of things to hit. <laughs> there is, there is. But I mean, having you know, fucked around. It's easier. It's easier. On dirt roads yeah, when I was yeah. younger. Yeah. It's a little. It's nice because you can fuck around at 20 miles an hour yeah, yeah. versus having to do it at 50 or 60. And you're having yeah. tons of fun. You're having so much fun. Dude, it was, I had more fun that day. It was. The, I, I didn't want to get out of the car. You can hand me an old lawnmower, and on a dirt road, you can have fun with the damn yeah. thing. So Lee invites us to his cabin to drive out, and we get there. And he sends us an email that I see, like, when we land that says he has no furniture in his house. And we got there, and they had finished renovating that day, mm-hmm. and there was literally no furniture in his whole house. There was still a sheet. Did you see this on the counter? That <laughs> the said, permit. Not safe for dwelling until final inspection is done by <laughs> yeah. self. Like, it had happened, but it was, like, it was still out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... uh yeah, so we did a couple days on air mattresses. <laughs> and Lisa, mm-hmm. when that house is done, it'll be dope. <laughs> it will be. Great view, great everything. And he's one of the nicest people ever. He was, he was great. Very gracious host. And, uh, and he's he, hilarious. When Matt's sliding the car on the corners, we go by Lee, he's jumping up and down. And he's he's wacky mm-hmm. flailing arm flailing tube man. Yeah. Because he's six six. Yeah. He's huge. <laughs> so you just see these giant tree trunks like going, Yeah, do it, go. He was, giant race he car. He was driver. pretty stoked on that. That doesn't happen often. Rare. I don't think he's he's seen what that car looks like from the outside before going sideways. And it looks amazing, yeah. especially with him driving. Whatever everything I did, he did like fifteen miles an hour faster. Well, pro but, driver and his car. That yeah, makes sense. It doesn't yeah. oh yeah. It, it just but when he does it it looks awesome. It's and we have lots of video of him doing it too. We have very good shots. We fucking destroyed a rental car. I was I just gonna the call I wrote what the poor car the came drive. on the trip with you. I just wrote a column for the drive about when you book a car and then you get the or similar. Oh fuck. Because like if you're booking a fusion and they give you a sonata, that's okay. Yeah. When we book rental cars, like, it fucking matters. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. we book, we need a Chrysler town and country. Like, not a Sienna, not an Odyssey. It has to be a Chrysler town. Like, we have entire, like, rigging systems based around the Chrysler town and country. And, like, in these two trips we just did, North Carolina with the Safari and the thing we did in Colorado for drive, we booked specific vehicles and got the or similar. So I don't I know like, that I've ever gotten the vehicle that I... That I paid to rent. When well, I went to if I'll, I'll, pl- rare, I'll give Enterprise a free plug because when you go to Enterprise, you just walk out to the lot and go that one. So mm-hmm. I've like gone out there and inspected ten, twelve cars and gotten like I went through once and looked at like seven vans and there was one that had like twelve miles on it and I was like that one, <laughs> and, you know. But I'll look at like ty- if we're going to a racetrack, like I'll look at the tires and shit. And all that kind of stuff. But in the first one, we request, requested a forerunner and got the or similar, which apparently to Hertz means a Dodge Journey two-wheel drive. 
Yeah. <laughs> because you know, Lee told us we need something with ground clearance because if it got muddy on these roads, we'd get stuck. And so we, I show up and I go to the counter and they're they're scrolling through the or similar and I and it's like three of them talking. And they're like, oh, that, that's the same class. It's just an L class. It's their made-up L class. And, and their criteria was like, well, it has seven seats, and the Forerunner has room for seven, and they're both L. So that's fine. And then yeah, it's this, like, one, this one's got the X factor. It was a front-wheel drive yeah. minivan with less cargo space. It was space. pretty much – yeah, but it drove was. worse than the minivans. Oh, yeah. Town and country higher, drives yeah, way better. A Chrysler product that over- underwhelmed? I'm surprised. And then uh, in Colorado, we got a Tahoe or similar and the or similar is was the new pathfinder which that's not the same let size. me tell you how fucking shameful the new pathfinder is the new pathfinder is a joke isn't the it new pathfinder basically the old pathfinder no Mm-mm. it's un- it's not body on frame now oh, they it's got a crossover it? now yeah. It's uh, a, a crossover with a CVT and a transverse engine. Oh, so Nissan's core competency, their CVT, and it's huh? Lame. And it's it, the, the problem we found out later was it has open diffs. It's like, it's like a Subaru Legacy, basically, yeah. but not as useful or fun. And that is maybe the worst transmission I've used in a modern car. And we destroyed you it. Shouldn't, you, should. you shouldn't <laughs> off-road a CVT with open diffs for three hours. And you should never, ever tow anything with one. <laughs> I remember my father had a Nissan <laughs> rental and they were going to Big Bear for the weekend. My sister and her husband were out and they get halfway up the mountain and my dad just calls me and pulls over. He's like, I think there's something wrong with this car. It just like never moves and always feels like it's trying way too hard. And he, get, and he goes, I, you know, I had a Nissan something or other. I think he had like a Max Bar or something. And I went, well, yeah, there's your problem right there. You had a fucking Nissan transmission. The, I mean, the the old automatics and stuff or manuals, like I've never had a problem with. But these CVTs, yeah, and awful. even like around here, who gives a shit about a CVT? Yeah. But like, let's just talk about the concept of or similar. A Tahoe is a body on frame vehicle with a V8 engine. Yeah. And, you know, ground clearance and all that. Minimum, what, Dude, 380 re- horsepower now? Well, and real four-wheel drive. Rear yeah. four-wheel drive. It's a truck. Four- yeah. yeah. A Pathfinder's not fucking similar. <laughs> it was an all-wheel drive minivan. Again, and uh, I, I hate to say the same thing, but, but it, like but the shape remember of Remember when it decided to stop moving entirely? Yeah. <laughs> remember when we were at... I mean, this doesn't have anything to do with the story. So, JF, if you're listening, I'm not giving away the story of the of the bit. We did a great film in Colorado. Me, Spinelli, and Harris. Everyone, like, worked super hard. The days were insanely long. The film is going to be really pretty and really fun. And uh, me and Harris have a little bromance. It's very cute. And uh, Altitude but, sickness was imminent. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we were up at, oh, like, over 10,000 feet for almost the entire time. Yeah. And, like... At 12 and change, the Pathfinder just wouldn't move anymore. Good. It just stopped moving. I mean, not good. Like, I know what not you're saying, good. but in our situation, not good. We, you <laughs> know, not for you, but it serves them right. The, the, the crew yeah. vehicle needs to be the best one. Yeah. It has to be the. It has to be able to anywhere. Like our crew vehicle needs to be able to go as fast as like a Porsche, <laughs> you know, yeah. off road, hold all this shit, drag another car somewhere if it has to. Like, like it, our our crew vehicle needs to be the river rafting guide yeah. on the trip. <laughs> yeah. No matter what happens, that person can fix it or keep everyone alive. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is having a good time, might get wet or whatever, but yeah. If I were the they producers, gave you Larry I Flint is your river guide. Not quite <laughs> as handicapped, but uh, you know they gave us someone who was also their first time river rafting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I was 
in did charge you, of that rental car, I might have gone back to the counter and got a different I, I was going to say, did you raise an issue when you picked it up? You're like, hey, this no, I, we were, I don't know which, which person picked it up, but it, it wasn't either of us because we were in – some we were in North Carolina. Yeah, we got. I mean, the journey we got lucky where it didn't rain and it actually railed down dirt roads pretty pretty well. Yeah, the, the journey. <laughs> yeah, the journey put up bad. with it, but we fucked it up pretty good. Oh, rocks got I, shot out I, the back I, of the dude. I gravel machine gunned the entire front end of that thing. I basically went. I went off roading with my buddy Jason in New Hampshire once in a Dodge Stratus. So yeah, well done. Yeah, I, I applaud it. A Dodge Stratus. Zach was uh, when you see the video and you see the chase shots and you realize that the camera is mounted on a two wheel drive Dodge Journey, mm-hmm. you will stand up and applaud Zach's camera <laughs> car driving because <laughs> at one point I was like I was like fucking trying to slide this thing around, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm. When you when I'm try, usually when I'm driving in, in the chase sequences, like I'm holding a radio with one hand, so like add that to whatever, and so is the camera car driver usually. But usually the camera car is an automatic, and usually I'm driving a manual. <laughs> and now I'm driving a manual with counter steer and trying to talk to Zach in the radio. And there's a lot going on. You in need there. an earpiece or something. Uh, they still yeah. have, they, we need the ones that are voice activated because yeah. the earpieces we have still have the click. Yeah, so you either still, way, you're either still, way you still yeah. have to do it. Okay. Yeah, but uh. At one point, I was flabbergasted in the mirrors by the speed that Zach was going, keeping up with me. Left foot brake over steering. (laughs) And then we get out, and there's two big cracks in the bumper from big rocks being fired at. A rock hit one of our cameramen in the face right next to his eye. Oh, yeah. Gave him a pretty pretty significant bruise, but he's not blind, so it's fine. Yeah. Should uh, maybe welding shields from now on? Yeah, we should bring helmets. He had sunglasses like on his head. He yeah. just weren't, Good weren't on point. his face. That's his fault. Yeah. It would be funny. Well, it's hard to see that the screen when you've got sunglasses That's on. That's a good so. point. We should just give goggles to new hires and scare the crap out of them. Like, put these on. Or just require that if you're going to put a camera there to focus it and walk away with it. Like, I appreciate that you're trying to do a rack focus while there's a slide going on in slow motion, but like. It's not worth your permanent vision. <laughs> it would like, be perfect for you is if they had like a camera with a shield cut out, like like a. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. so like right. a little Plexi- like one of those things from American so Gladiators you... that goes around the tennis ball cannon. Totally. Yeah. 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 Or basically a plexiglass like a... glory hole. <laughs> that's Chris's reference. There... Go to reference. There we go. Hey, whatever you knew when you were a kid. Yeah, that's exactly. where we, That's where American our Gladiators go. in the glory hole. Something yeah. about that makes a lot of sense. Some of those gladiators <laughs> probably went to those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know that after that show ended, some people had some desperate times. Oh god. Hannah uh, Hannah worked out uh, worked out her her last gym with uh, Nitro. Oh uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be like fifty now. Yeah, I think yeah. so. She said it was very nice. I was like, you fucked Nitro, didn't you? She did no. She just did. He call it the tennis ball cannon. Did he say it's time for the final physical challenge? <laughs> it's not for the, what was that? What was that? was it called? The assault. I feel like it's called the assault mountain thing where you had to climb past. No, no, all no the where obstacles. you had to where the one guy has the tennis ball cannon up top, right? And yeah. you have to like you know bob and weave through the thing with like the different weapons to try and hit him. You know, that was I think it was event. called the assault. Maybe that I'm was just imagining. Show. He picks up a girl from the bar or something. They go home and they get on the pedestal with the bats, where they have to knock each other off of it. <laughs> American Gladiators was awesome. Dude, it was. It was. They tried to bring it back a little while ago. Yeah, but I think they like over cheesified it, and it all yeah, went wrong. They did. Did you know? Remember? Uh, speaking of fucking, speaking of over cheesifying, here's where I went with that. Yeah. Uh, we had Carlos on the on the show last week, and we were talking about the the Tesla Model X and where you put a ski rack with the Falcon doors. 
someone tweeted us a picture of the ski rack, and it looks like one of those things that mounts to one of those shuttle buses that go around the village where it just hangs off the back and the skis are all vertical. Oh. It looks like one of those deals. There's okay. no roof racks on those. You put hang everything off the back. Oh, okay. Just killed the entire conversation. I was looking up that. American Gladiators events. Well, you were all. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the assault. Break yeah, the yeah. pyramid. Ah, this yeah. is where this pyramid. Is, here's the new idea: skis with the assault tennis ball cannon. Oh skiing yeah, skiing with that. Oh yeah, there needs to be more skiing with paintball. Combined skiing and paintball. Yeah, It'd be like a James Bond movie. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking great. Right. Yeah. Why this sounds like some weaponized we do. border we cross. Do why don't we need – well, first, we just need one mountain you hike up that no, you know, there's no actual jurisdiction on. You can do that on uh, the top of Loveland Pass when you see Oh, them. you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's on. Okay. Loveland Pass. All right. Let's get some avalanche transceivers and figure is that, this out. Is it, it's the highest paved road in the world in the America, right? Loveland Pass? The highest? Highest uh, altitude elevation. Altitude pa- well, I guess Pikes Peak is paved now, so yeah. that Pikes Peak wins. Yeah, unfortunately. Wah, wah. Classic blunt ride road when I was a kid, Loveland Pass. <laughs> it's the exact length of a blunt at 12,000 feet. God when damn. I was seven. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, Mount Evans. That's um, that's the the road I think we were talking about going up to. It goes to an observatory, like a uh, science isn't that in, observatory. Is that in Washington or is that in Colorado? No, it's Colorado, right? I think so. What did we, we, we – so, yeah, we were only at about 12, 12 to 12.5 12, in Colorado, but – um, you get wheezy yeah. up there, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've spent up there. I mean, you can get like you get off the plane if you don't drink enough water and like rest up after you get there. Dude, you I get drank a headache. So much water. Mm-hmm. I probably drank twenty to thirty of these bottles of water a day. I was chugging them. Yeah. It's weird because it's not that hot, but you just have to. Yeah, you got to do it. I was running around like you know, speeding cameras and helping and, and having fun, and then eventually Harris just walks up and is like, "Dude, you should take a break. Like, yeah. you're gonna die." Uh, you, you and Tom, like you know, we've got these three vehicles and we're like going up pretty nasty off road trail, and like to get the shots, like the camera guys are like literally running up the fuck yeah. up and then down and then up and then down, like over. And I was like. I was sitting in my car and I was exhausted. I couldn't believe that fucking they were doing it. Well, that. it's yeah. a good thing that you and Tom work out regularly. Well, yeah, but I don't do <laughs> cardio. Tom, like, yeah, Tom's Tom, lungs, yeah. he was like, I felt it. I was just having fun and, like, you know, kind of charged with adrenaline and running around. And then after two hours, I was like, I'm dizzy. Yeah, Tom, like, ran, like, a mile up the road to scout yeah. ahead. It was like, yeah. Jesus, dude. We needed him to. And I was like, you, can you go? Because you, <laughs> you ride bicycles shape. 60 I'm miles. I'm surprised he doesn't pack up his bike and bring it with him on those things sometimes. Oh, it's so oh, even so packed. Up, it's so you, big. Oh yeah, the bike case is like the size yeah. of this table. Yeah, it yeah, sucks to do it, but uh, it, Tom's like Tom. You know Tom. We wouldn't. Uh, He's dude, that these, psycho. He'd these, fucking do it. These days are just too eight, packed. Eighteen hours. Yeah. We we two of the days it was like we didn't even eat dinner. Like yeah. we, was, we got on at midnight. If was, Tom yeah. could do that, he would. Yeah, for sure. One of these days we're going to figure out how to make TV without doing that. Mm-hmm. One of these days. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not sure when it's going to happen, but eventually. I'd like to not finish a 14-hour workday with a 180-mile transit somewhere in the dark. There was, there was, some, compre- <laughs> there was some compression on the schedule due to, <laughs> due to some circumstances the in, the, in the job, but yeah. uh, whatever. It's it going to be rad. It really is. Yeah, it was a good, it's, a, it's actually a really, really fun uh, So uh, a little bit of news hit earlier today. Uh, so Apex is going to be on Netflix now. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. a good, good deal for them. Yeah. I think it's a five-year deal it too, it's right? Good. Yeah, it's a good deal for Netflix, I mean, really, but it's, it's good for Apex too. Uh, Netflix is – they're apparently – I talked to JF about this. Apparently they're like just fiending for 4K content Yeah, because uh, there's a special package for 4K, mm-hmm. I guess, on Netflix, which I – haven't bought, sorry. Which is why you're seeing but, a lot of original production for 4K on there now. Well, there's, uh, there's budget for it, yeah. So 
So uh, Apex is going to be in 4K on Netflix. Well, that's their big cool. differentiator because nobody else is really doing that. If you pay for 4K on Netflix, like, what if you're like, what if I we had a TV in this office and I got Netflix with 4K? Would it stream at all? Not on this bandwidth. Yeah. So yeah, what kind of bandwidth do you need to stream uh, 4K? You need really at least 15 megabit down. Yeah. Oh, well, that's pre- that, this should be more than that, but it's not. You no. could do it at home, no problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's gorgeous. I mean. I love it. I absolutely love it. I have to buy a new TV. I might as well get a 4K TV, I guess. <laughs> They're Dude, pretty cheap. 60-inch 4K TVs now are like 700 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're not super expensive My, my TV took a shit. I got to go back to Costco. I, dude, huh. check Amazon, the Vizio deals. I Like, I bought my mom like a 50-inch one for like $400. Really? All right. I'll check that. Yeah. Steinmann is supposed to have... Uh, it's a free TV coming. Why are oh. we talking about this? I don't shit. Know. I don't know. We were talking okay. Netflix, yeah. movie, follow okay. the train. Fo- what? Follow the, the conversation train. Yeah. Like, how do we? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If you get one of the HDR ones, you'll be able to hook the uh, new Xbox up to it. It looks really fucking good with Forza. Uh, yeah. We got to get the new Xbox. Oh, yeah. they just sent us. Uh, who sent us that? That was. Uh, so that was Logitech through the Forza guys. Did you see that? They sent us a new wheel and pedals. It's dope. Yeah. What model is that? I think that's the G920. Let's, I'm going to go look so we don't fuck it up. It's the one I have at home. I love it. I love it. The only thing we got to do is get the uh, manual shifter for it. But The manual what? Shifter. G920. Oh. Yeah. Hand thing. G920. Sequential box. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it's really, I mean, it works out nicely. I personally, because both my cars are manual, like paddles to me just feel wrong. So I get I'm actually better with a manual in that game than I am with the paddles. Was there a shifter in there? Or do we have to go. No, get a there wasn't. Okay. I, I just, it's got it's got ma- yeah. it's got three pedals and you can hook up a shifter, which is and the wheel looks feels pretty nice. Mm-hmm. We didn't actually plug it in yet, but the hardware looks pretty sweet. I've been using mine for the last couple months. <clears throat> oh, you have that one? Yeah, I have that exact. Oh, one. oh, okay, cool. Uh, love it. Thanks, Microsoft and Logitech. Appreciate that. It's funny how different uh, drifting is in the game. After, if like when I because I, I played that a lot for yeah, a while, yeah, and yeah, got real good at it. And yeah. then take a break and then drift real car, real car, and then go back. And uh-uh. Terrible. Yeah, I can't feel anything. Why do we suck? Yeah, no feeling. I first tried Guitar Hero. I was like, I can play guitar. This is no big deal. And then I was like, What is this? <laughs> this, is, this is Dance Dance Revolution with your hands. This isn't guitar. <laughs> That's exactly buttons. what it is. <laughs> yeah. I guess they do have a guitar that you can that has real strings and you can learn like actual guitar. Oh yeah, like yeah. A Fender partnership, right? Thing. Yeah, yeah but it's like you hook it up USB to your PC. Don't you get it with the Fender play. Volkswagen? The Fender. You probably bug? do now. Well, that's after you get your Jetta Trek. There was just uh, oh, someone just Harris, I think. Was it Harris? Just told me about a car that you got a bottle of wine with. Was oh it, yeah, was that Harris? It, yeah, was, it was right. That's got to be French. We were I in forget that restaurant. Yeah, and they had wine there, and it was. I think Some it was Australian yeah, wine. I think it was like a Holden. It was, it was a Holden, Holden yeah. special edition. They gave yeah. you a bottle of wine. With <laughs> you got a, and it was, maybe it was like if you go to sell that car like on Craigslist later, it's like, well, does it have the wine or not? The wine? Oh, the wine doesn't come with the car. No, no. Well, he's <laughs> five like, yeah, G's off. Just refill it with something purple <clears throat> and then put a cork in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course, unopened. I, so I, I was uh, downtown uh, working in data center stuff, and I was leaving. I had a fucking Renault next to me the entire time. Like a new one? Uh, yeah. Was he from Mexico? No. Where was he from? It had uh, it had California plates on it. On a Renault? Yeah. I don't know how the fuck they pulled that off, but it was a little Renault SUV. They put I wonder Renault badges on something. Oh, it was it was absolutely one hundred percent. I mean, it could Renault. be a Weird. Nissan development car because you know Nissan, could Renault, or so yeah. like you might there might be a couple of those running around 
from That's Nissan's a good headquarters. Point. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it very well could be. But yeah, I, I saw Or it, it could be from Mexico. I thought I was but. seeing something wrong, and then I looked back behind me, and I'm like, no, that's 100% a fucking Renault. You sure it had California plates on yep. it? And it was new. It was, yeah. I mean, clearly a late model car within... I don't know my Renault, yeah. my Renault SUVs particularly well. Yeah. But yeah, it was, yeah, new. So I'm... I would guess either Mexico or Nissan. Probably a development car. You're probably right. Car I saw an Opal uh, on like the, the 10 once, and it was Mexico. But yeah. Like, for a second, we're like, what? Every I, every what? time when you see a, a weirdo car here, you, the first your first go-to should be Mexico. I wonder if you can just import fucking anything into Mexico. Importing well, into I mean, that's, there's like yeah. Mexican, Mexican right. market. I realize stuff. that that's yeah. the, but I wonder if they're like super lax on that. I, I don't think there's many rules on anything in Mexico. <laughs> maybe maybe we're always talking about like the Montana rules. Strike me as really strict. With hey, their, listen, you can come down here and watch a donkey fuck a girl, okay? <laughs> no, I I think you could pretty. I think you could register almost fucking anything. Maybe maybe Mexico is the new Montana. You can buy a little property in Mexico. You register your cars there. They sell, go. dude. They sell fucking uh like brand new like. 1992 sent like the 1992 Nissan Sentra, the mm-hmm. really boxy one. That shit they sell new there, like it's got two airbags in it. But that is a, a 1991 fucking Sentra. We had one of those yeah. back in '94. Yeah, they're, they're, they're actually still... not terrible cars. For no, they were then, actually but... really good. They were light. They were fun. <laughs> yeah, but imagine buying that car new today. Death trap. Well, yeah. It's like it wasn't like the be- the original Beetle. They're still making it in deep Patagonia, brand yeah. new and, and yeah. buses. Like well, there's they, all these weird countries. They like finally shut down Beetle production in Mexico. What, like six years ago? Yeah, two thousand two, maybe a, maybe a little longer than that, but much later than you think. I, I find <laughs> I always find it funny because I'm like, when the Mexican government goes, that's not safe. You've really stepped over a line. Or they just everything I mean, everything I'm else got right cheap now enough. With the actual last last know. year of the. Uh, it's, but it's still very strange that well, they were thirty still, years before. You know. All the cabs were still using them, and the government finally stepped in and went, "Yeah, we can't do this." Imagine uh, getting hit in one of those things. I, oh, I started watching Dust to Glory again last night, yeah, and the class eleven, the bone stock bugs that just have a roll cage, mm-hmm. and all the truck guys like I don't even know how they make it over half the stuff. There's like, how do they even? It's hard over? to those motors are hard to kill. Yeah, no, but just just think ground clearance and power. You know, like we we dealt with this recently, but. If you have a buggy and a, and a dirt bike and all these obstacles that those things go over, and then you have something that's like five inches off the ground and has 40 horsepower. Well, I'm going to counter that with, remember the abuse that you put the Toyota through in Washington? Yes. Same situation. Everything's located in one spot. There's not a lot to hit. True. Full commitment. Uh, yeah. 2003, 2003. That's when the Beetle ended in Mexico. No, yeah. no drive shaft, really. So that, Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. not a lot to break. You're just banging floorboards. I mean, where did so you move you on do? to? Oh, sorry. Uh, the class eleven bug bugs. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we're talking about how they can even make it over stuff with low ground clearance. Yeah, but he, he was saying you know that <clears> there's <throat> nothing important except for right over the engine. Yeah, it's like it was like the Hyundai right. from if all if that first foot and a half makes it, who gives a shit about the rest? <laughs> the of only it? thing I'd be worried about on that car would be like busting a tie rod. That's about it. Yeah, and they probably bring spares of those. I mean, a lot of those. Yeah, you buy them for like a nickel stuff. a piece for those cars. Imagine yeah. doing fucking Baja on a Beetle. Oof. God. It would take. It would feel like it took a be week, horrible. and it might take half a week. It'd be, be fun. so vicious. It'd be fun to do in a buggy, though. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. One day, yeah. one day I'll spend a lot of money they shouldn't spend on that. I don't like beetles, but the the buggies are fun. Oh, like the v. Oh, the beetle buggies. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. No, I want to do like the buggy buggy. I want to go fast. You need the two jump. frame buggy. The, yeah. You know, there's. 
A Beatles ultimately no. a shit box. I want to I mean, launch you, off of, yeah. like, there's all those low jumps there where the dirt bikes are flying like 50 feet long. I'm doing that. I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yay, this is great. <laughs> I want to drive the new Ariel. That's the one I want to get. The into. Nomad? Yeah. I just emailed Chanu about that today. Did he get back to me yet? No. Ooh, taking the Nomad. We should take it to, like Johnson Valley or something. Or uh, Jawbone. Yeah. Driving on the dirt. I, I want to do more dirt stuff so badly. I'll lead it I with had, the Crown Vic. I won't follow Colorado, you. man. That can we talk about the Bentley? Yep, Bentley Bentega. Mm-hmm. I I got to review one. Is it Bentega on, or on Bentega three wheels. Or? <laughs> it's Bentega. T a y g a. Bentega. Okay. I believe. I'm probably wrong because I pronounced Ure wrong. So, I mean, Harris is English and he says Bentega, and the English are always right. Very true. Well, especially with a it is the English, especially language. with Jaguar, in which they that's are right. always wrong. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Uh, Bentley was pretty pretty dope. Okay, good things about the Bentley. Good things, I think. Fuck all fast. Yeah, insanely fast. When have you ever seen a? When have you been in a modern Bentley that wasn't stupid fast? Um, and it keeps the heritage alive. But this one, this one is really re for for something that weighs sixty five hundred pounds. What does it weigh? Look it up. It's it's heavy. It's really heavy. And yeah. it is really fast. Uh, it's 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 it feels it feels like a Bentley when you're sitting in it, mm-hmm. right? But does, looking at it, does. it doesn't really look like that's, a Bentley. Yeah, that's the part. It's a fifty three forty pounds. Fifty three forty. It's heavy. It's I, not as heavy as yeah. I thought. It's heavy. The, the seats are you know deep and nice, and it's quilted this, and, and the and the console is all. Bentley, which the as we know is like that Volkswagen-ish Bentley those button. plungers, the, the trumpet, plungers. Pl- the trumpet like plungers. Those are cool. The trumpet, which control the yeah. air vents. Like it's, it's really, it's a nice. The steering wheel is really nice, and the seating. You can do heated, cooled, and massage seats all at the same time. So I'm okay. guessing twin turbo six and three quarter. No, no, no. It's the W12. Oh, it's out of the G, out of the GT Speed. Oh. Six hundred horsepower and twin turbo. I'm assuming twin turbo oh, W12. Yeah. 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 It move. It just squats. It, it, yeah, it goes and goes. It's cool. That's it a sounds, lot of plumbing under the hood. When it's it did like a burnout on the dirt, and it sounded. It, it just sounded cool. Harris, I didn't actually see him do it because I was oh, waiting yeah. for my turn. But Harris drifted it. Apparently, he, he did. He, was it a proper drift, or was yeah. it just huck it sideways with too much speed and let it kind of scrub? It was. It was more that because it 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 has a nannies you can't turn yeah. off. So you huck it in. And then it would slide, and that's when I was just watching dirt get fired out the back, and it has this, this kind of like, and it's yeah, just, and it's just that like guttural it. like farty plumbing, like lots of round things that are very precisely made yeah. and then like exploding. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. Um, yeah, and then it, you know it strains itself out. It was it wasn't like a serious all wheel drive slide, but it's a fucking Bentley SUV. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was pretty badass. It weighs as much as a full size pickup. But yeah. like you could on the heated like here's like you can select what like I had cooled seats blowing on my ass and heated that, seat and heated uh, on my back. I didn't know you could select. Yeah, the you range. can select the range, and then That's there's very good. and then there's six different massage programs too. If I had to do that long ass drive in anything but that Bentley, I would have been absolutely fucked. But dry, I drove with eight eight hours from Telluride to Denver with Harris to try and make a flight, mm-hmm. and. It was magnificently comfortable. It was. It's so quiet in there, and the stereo yes. is amazing. That Naeem stereo they have. Okay. <laughs> what? Every time I open the door this week, like a couple times, not every time, Harris was in there, eyes closed, 
blasting techno from like 94. Yeah, he loves that <laughs> shit. He loves that he stuff. He loves it's early like, techno. It's like, sing, it's like the singing He was a music fucking stuff. UK club kid, wasn't he? He was totally he? A, a UK club kid and he yeah. just tapped his fingers and he's like, great song, man. And, just, <laughs> and it's like, we're going to Next time you see him, ask him about 24-hour party people. Okay. The, si- will, the system bumps. We listened to an entire uh, like Ugandan reggae album and it was, re- it was really good. Uh, the lyrics were a little simplistic, <laughs> but it was really good. He put on some good good tracks, actually. You know who mm-hmm. else put on good tracks? Uh, Will. Oh, Will. Will, Will has a great great taste in music. Well, he plays piano and yeah. sings because I, I made a Stevie Wonder joke and did like a bad impression, and then he started singing Isn't She Lovely, which is a stupid song. He put on Isn't She Lovely in the car with me. He did? Yeah. Because he sang it, and it was like, that actually sounds like Stevie. I was like, oh, you play and sing he's like yeah like that's why you will's one of our cameramen yeah, and yeah. he's very very one of lead, lead editor on apex ca- yeah editor cameraman mm-hmm. he's very talented and he's a quiet dude but he's really interesting mm-hmm. and i like, met him briefly yeah he's, he's yeah. great he's he's canadian sometimes he doesn't talk all day and then he'll say one thing and it's like the funniest thing of yeah. the day and, and you're just Where the but he put on a crazy he went from like super techno to phil collins in the car with me it was weird i was like is this phil collins he's like yes yes <laughs> like, amazing yeah. musician composer is incredible why <laughs> yeah he was like the production on this is amazing and i was like all right whatever did he start going a little patrick bateman on you no 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 no, no and he's just into music yeah. he's like you know artsy music person uh but uh the the bentley's here's the thing about the bentley it's really dope but there's not nearly enough rear leg room like the rear seats just Aren't that big? Like they need to be. It's it's because they they're stuck with that Q7. Well, you know there'll be right? one because they won't be able to sell one in the Chinese market. Well, that's if they don't what I said. It. I asked Chris if he knew of a extended wheelbase one that was coming, and he was like, "That have to, mate." You know, whatever. The Chinese but, won't buy them otherwise for whatever reason. It's, there's not much room in the back for a car of that size. Certainly not compared to like a long wheelbase Range Rover. Yeah. And then you, a long wheelbase Range Rover is realistically just as nice realistically just as fast and and more capable and less expensive and it's yes. $75,000 less well, yeah. what was the autobiography Range Rover we had is 180 the most expensive one I've ever seen was 180 I mean so in the Bentley starts at well this is 220 but I've seen 250 whatever it's like a $300,000 car yeah. when you start putting options in it it's, it's funny when you're making the value proposition for the Rover I, I and I totally agree I, and I think that the new Range Rover's interior design uh, I actually prefer it. And yeah. The Bentley is following the same overall um, design as it has been for years, which is yeah. based on the BMW. So it just it's very familiar. And the Range Rover, the new one, that white, like I rode the, the diesel one with Glucker. Yeah. And they just they've got a really good selection of materials, and they know how to like trick your eye over here with some brightness, mm-hmm. and then over here is the plastic or whatever. Yeah. It's just it's just nice. The 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 Bentley is really nice too, but like something about this one. It doesn't feel Bentley enough to me. It feels like the dopest Q7 that you've ever been in. It doesn't necessarily. Is it sharing? What platform is it? Q7. Q7. It is. And when you're, when you're behind it, you can you can kind of see it where the where the lights are and the overall shape. 
You can kind of, like but there's I can certain see that, hard points that have to match. Right. But I can see that amongst all the VW Auto Group SUVs now. Like yes. you can see the Porsche and the Volkswagen and you, so on and so on. You it's know? true. But you, Bentley they, needs to be. They oh, do. They need to do a little better than that. Daniel yeah. wrote a really good article about this car, and it was all based on the the distance from like the dash to front axle. Yeah. And it, because you can't change that, you really can't change the design of the car that much, and that's why it can't be. You know the the crazy Bentley Mulsanne, yeah. this fucking hood that's just you know like a battering ram following an arrow yeah. or something like that. Me but, and Harris agree it needs to be significantly more obnoxious looking. It's not. It's we don't after looking at it for a week like it's not ugly. It's actually just it's kind of bland. It doesn't it, really look would, that good. But will the Bentley audience prefer kind of bland? Uh, I, I doubt it. I think the, a lot of the Bentley audience just they'll really like how how comfortable and nice it is. They'll like that it's a Bentley, and they'll probably like the driving experience. Just, I don't. It drives like it drives great, yeah. like really, really, really good. Good, good power, good gearbox, good refinement. Dude, we I went over. Me and Harris went over Vale Pass. Mm-hmm. Okay, Vale Pass is where the high, where the seventy in, in Colorado goes from. What from? It's like from seven to ten thousand feet over four or five miles. Mm-hmm. It's pretty steep and very high in altitude, mm-hmm. and like it's the only place in America where you still see like cars overheating on the side of the road and shit like that, and trucks going super super slow. I went up that without exceeding fifteen hundred RPM <laughs> in the Bentley, dude. It, it, it's like an, I remember go, doing in my in my Mercury Mountaineer in college, which was the V eight one. And it was a brand new car at the time. And that thing was like, you know, like fucking cranking the engine to get over it. This thing couldn't have given any less of a fuck that we were going up this super steep hill. You're in sixth or seventh and did no downshifts. Upshifting from a stop at at 1500 RPM. 500 and 600 foot pound of torque from I like. I think it's 600. What is it? What, I think it's over, is it over it 600. It probably does it at like 1,000 RPM. Yeah. It's a, it's a monster. It's an absolute monster. Locom- 664 torque. 664 pounds. I'd love torque. to see the dyno on it. It's it, it was it was great. It just it something about it doesn't feel Bentley enough to me. Does it? Does the powertrain almost feel dieselly in the way? Oh that yeah, power. Yeah, yeah. It does. It's like a diesel, but completely silent. Going back to the old theory that we keep tossing out there is that it doesn't. You don't need the the horsepower in the luxury car. You just need the torque. It both is nice. Yeah, but you know this thing is pretty dieselly. Me, you know, it was amazing though. Me and Harris got. 22 miles per gallon from Telluride to Denver, which I couldn't wow. believe. It's better than the Renegade. And I know you guys Ren- couldn't oh, have been going slowly either. Um, uh, they couldn't go that fast. We couldn't go that fast because we had a repaired tire. Oh, so we had yeah. we had a we had a plug in a tire, and so uh, and so we were kind of we didn't really want to push it um, because if we did get a flat tire, he would not have made his flight. Yeah. So. Um, but it was it was it it's just a really beautiful nice car, but it's just not quite Bentley enough for me. I mean the the Mulsanne, the shape of the Mulsanne has like this presence. Yeah, you know it's it's the long nose, the, but, but with back. the kind of not no, they don't have like the flat front anymore like they used to, but it's it's curved, so it's flat. It, it just looks like the front of a mallet or something. You know, I right. mean it's just got this like there's this power coming off the front, and then the the slope in the back. It's almost like those old 
the old artist renderings of a train when they yeah when they old school Art Deco. It's oh, an Art, Art Deco, Deco that round yeah. front like Rocketeer, mm-hmm. that kind of shit. Or the, my favorite one is like the Batmobile look. Which like, Batmobile? Well, it's a, the, it's the a one pro- from the cartoon. Right? Yeah, it's, it's like a proportion. Real Art Deco. Yeah, portion that was established kind of in the 40s, Mm -hmm. 30s and 40s, which has a very raked back, you know, the Bugatti Atlantic and stuff like that is the ultimate example. This very long nose, you sit all the way in the back, like that's sort of how we perceive. The Phantom is like that. Caddy Mm -hmm. does it in their concepts too. I wish they'd do it in production. Yeah, and then they fucking bitch out. And then everything gets flipped around and raked forward, so it's like, Oh, speaking of random tangent, uh, I guess mostly done in the Bentley. I was in uh, I was in Nantucket with a friend of mine, a family friend who owns a a a big car franchise in New Jersey, several brands. Um, He's kind of retiring, and his son is is taking over. Is this the golf course guy? The golf course guy, the guy who won his own car, his own uh, his own whole car at the golf course. Um, (coughs) He uh, he basically said, I asked him first because he's got an Audi franchise. I was like, you know, how's it how's it going with the the diesel thing and whatever? He goes, you know, what's funny, customers don't give a fuck. He's like, none of them care. He's like, the media makes it out like everyone's gonna be furious, but like he's like, the customers like their cars and they don't really give a shit. And I was like, huh, okay. And uh, and he said he has a Lincoln franchise, which he's had since the. 40s. It's been yeah, his family for years. Well, the son wants to get rid of it. Yeah. Like, stat. Like, what do the customers think about the Lincoln? Like, yeah. oh, we don't have any. So Bas- don't have that basically, either. like, they, they're, he's going to wait and see if anyone, if people start buying the new Continental, they're going to keep it. If not, they're going to ditch it. I suspect they're going to ditch it. Yeah. Um, that brand. I don't I, know. I, I, I'm not blowing up his spot. He said, I, you know, I'm not naming the place. He said mm-hmm. it would be fine. But, uh, but uh, I don't know. I don't think Lincoln's going to do it. How do I think it's interesting? My my friend uh, that I met for breakfast in Colorado has a Volkswagen, and she's turning it in because she she does care about that. But she, they're also offering such crazy incentives. Yeah, you know, there's like tons of money, barely less than like it's. They're paying you basically over get the back KB. your your depreciation. Yeah, they're paying over. I think the the Kelly Blue Book price by like ten percent, and they're just it's like. But it's again, it's if you're the customer that cares and goes to the work, yeah, they'll pay you. But they yeah. know that the number of people that are going to do that is not huge. I don't. Is there? A, there's going to be some kind of like forced for the recalibration, forced right? No, no, no. Like, oh, are they going to? Well, they they have that out now, and it's like elective. But I bet it becomes forced. Uh, it, it, like at a certain power. point, you won't be able to get your car. They'll be like, no, yeah. we're not going to pass you. In you might be able to do that here, but in most of the other states, they're not that firm with the with the exhaust regulations. We'll see, I guess. But in in uh, if this gentleman's franchise's customers don't give a shit, which I thought was funny. Uh, it doesn't surprise me in Nantucket. I can't refer to that right now, but uh, I don't know, go to Car and Driver or something if you want to learn everything about the VW recall and how that's all going to work. I, I remember when they came out with the Fix It, which was the plug-in, yeah. and it was like all the asterisks at the bottom. Like, Well, you may notice a drop in power and torque and efficiency yeah. miles per gallon, but we'll, we'll do it if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I want My question on all that, though, is if, for one of those guys would be, Aren't you then, if you lose all that efficiency, aren't you then ultimately going to end up polluting more? Uh, probably not. Well, it depends on the the NO and the CO2 coming out of the pipe. Because yeah. what they were finding is when the cars were not being you know on the EPA tune, when they were just driving, mm-hmm. the, the stuff coming out of there was insane. It, it was super high level. It was, oh, it was, just, it was yeah, that bad. It was really bad. It, it wasn't, you know... Oh, it's not quite what they said. It's like to get the numbers that they were getting on the road, which, I mean, I did a review where I got eight miles per gallon over what it was advertised. There's, a, re- there's a reason. Yeah. 
No. It's not not possible. Not possible. And yeah. that's why all the OE, other OEMs were were like, yeah, we were wondering how the fuck <laughs> this was happening because they were always getting beaten by by Volkswagen. Yeah, I mean, just look at Mazda and everything they've gone through to get their their Sky Active stuff going. Yeah, I mean, they're still shaking out stuff with that. I think Sam Smith did a really good article on their race car and figuring out why it blew up, and it was it was very good. Just the, the diesel how, one. Yeah, how they're developing it. And it was kind of a like a rushed project, and then they they didn't account for the heat generated by racing cars on that kind of end. Like, there's a lot more systems involved when you take that that lightweight diesel engine and then put in a racing application, yeah. and then they have to go back and look at how that will affect uh, the street cars. It's a kind of it, you know they're kind of breaking new ground with all that. It's an it's interesting weird. goal that they're going after, but I think by the time they sort it out, a lot of regular consumers are going to be buying electric. That might be true, yeah. Depends on prices, man. Electric's true. expensive. And, oh, by the way, so far, it's fucking annoying. Oh, to re- to recharge? Yeah. It's annoying. You, yeah. You, you need to have you, the kind you, of life that can. Yeah. If you've got it, like, you, if you have to have the, the – you need the expensive charger at your house. Mm-hmm. There needs to – even here, like, there should be – Mad charging stations, but like there kind of aren't. But if you own your house, that's not a problem, dude. There's there's a lot of people out there live in apartments. Yeah, I mean, you know like what I mean, and or or yeah. and don't have garages or whatever. I couldn't run an electric line in my garage right now. That's that's for sure. But I'm just being. If I had a house, you know, if I I, I liked my Volt, don't get me wrong, yeah. and like I I, but I'm just it's there's a lot of consumers yeah. out there who need a car and like would. Maybe buy electric, but like it's it's kind of annoying. It'll be interesting it because the bolt will be out in the fall, I believe, and that's going to be at like thirty k. If they so. sell, we'll see. I hope so. I bet my you sister will. liking her new Volt. They're they're great, it's, but uh, my roommate's got the E Golf, but he has they've charged it at NPR. Yeah, and it's, and he, it's three miles away, so he he can go from the apartment surfing to work, charge there, and come home. So he doesn't have to install a, a charger in the garage, and our garage is, is our public what apartment if he, garage. Wait, but what if he doesn't charge at work? Can he still get home? He can still get home, but then he would have to run the plug to the wall, the one wall outlet in the garage, this which is one ten. So annoying! You need to have that system in place. You have to be able to plan your life around that. That's why I that's think why the Volt was awesome. The Volt's because great. The Volt That'll didn't be, restrain me in any way. I bet. I bet. Especially in California, they'll start subsidizing installs of those things into apartments. They, yeah, I think they do. And, and and apartment owners or building owners would be smart. You know, well, yeah, because right at a certain point, you're going to get to the thing where people be like, I don't want to rent here because I can't charge my car. Totally. totally. Alexis just went through that and they gave her a spot. So. Yeah. And it was nasty. They don't actually charge you for electricity, which is interesting. That's so you interesting. know how much it costs. It's like it's nothing. not much. It's like fifteen bucks a month. Yeah, yeah, it's not much at all. But I, you'd think that they would. They, it's a big fucking apartment building. You'd think they'd be like, no, no, no. Yeah, you're paying more now. Apartments I've seen some businesses that employees and stuff will get free electricity, but other people like they'll have it open to the public. Yeah, but there's a meter on it for them. Yeah, mm. no, that's a lot of them work like that. This yeah. one is just like I think it's just. A space in front of a plug that's in the wall, to like me, it's, it's not a like if you're if you're the city of Santa Monica or something where you got all those garages, put fucking panels all over them and just off well there are spots. oh there's a bunch yeah but they're only gra- it's each only each of those garages has at least fifty or sixty electric st- charging spots in I every think, single one. Of I those. go to the one on Third and Broadway all the time, and there's only like maybe seven or eight electric charging spots in that one. Oh really? Yeah. The other ones have a whole bunch. They need panels on the roof. That's the thing. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Is yeah. that it's free at that point and then the cars need panels on the roof no, no sorry solar panels 
They the cars need solar panels on the roof? No, no, no the, the, par- the, the buildings the, do. Buildings. Yeah. Par- parking garages. But I that was, takes up parking. And also, if you're in a uh, – I, I, Hannah was talking about this because someone ha- – there's like a suggestion box at their office or something, and, and someone suggested that they put solar panels on the roof of the office in order to save – and, and it's like a 15-story office building that doesn't have a huge footprint. You oh, know what I mean? So, it's right. to- yeah. so he's like – they're like, yeah, it would take us 3,000 years to recoup our investment, you know, yeah, then you don't on do that. It. Totally. But a park and a, a parking garage would be kind of the same way. It's not depends that. On the, I mean, it depends on the garage. There's some garages in LA that are the size of a block or half yeah, a block, and there's some that are narrow. There's sure. all the covered parking at the courthouse in Santa Monica that that's all panels. But I think you just need more. I think you need a lot more surface area than you think you need. You need a lot. Of, you know, they're getting better with the density. Yeah. Like every year, they improve. They're about. It. It's you about a ten percent improvement though, every right. year at this point. So yeah, it, it's definitely a balance. Like in Colorado, the courthouse there at the bottom of I seventy, uh, the whole parking garage is covered, but it's very long. It's like a two story. Yeah. But you know, it's the size of three football fields. Yeah. And it's all covered in solar panels and the college nearby and all that stuff. Because they have the space, yeah. So. But uh, it needs like, to be a chode like structure. A chode, a chode like wider than it is tall, oh, yeah. in order to to, to yeah. work. I think properly. that's. I think that's how a... big is your taint, man. <laughs> that's your measurement for a proper solar panel place. Uh, it needs to be seventeen square chodes. <laughs> <laughs> like before, they measured in stone. It was chodes. <laughs> That's, uh, chode is definitely a term. How big is this horse? Right? Like it's a, 14, 14 chode tall. Actually, be a good like bi- a good bit for like SNL or something. Be a good two minutes. <laughs> That's it. You get a you get a you get a guy from Connecticut, and then you get a guy from England, and one's talking about stones and all this, and the other one's talking about chode. Yeah, nobody understand. Neither of them understand what the fuck they're talking about. Yes, I, I'd like to buy uh, forty-eight testicles in flour, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, here you go. <laughs> it's a standard unit of measurement because everyone has them <laughs> back in like right after the, the Stone Age. <laughs> How many do you want? Fourteen Coxworth. <laughs> <laughs> What's the current well, chode to stone exchange rate? <clears throat> Cox of which region? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> riding in the car with Harris, I hear all kinds of words I like I've never heard before. Yeah, they they have all kinds of expre- like, all kinds of expressions. That I'm learning on a regular basis. They'd be great to learn, and then no one here would understand. Yeah, <laughs> yo, you why are you ripping off the English? Get influenced by people. I yeah, uh, like, I used to share an office with this guy Manus, and right off the fucking boat from Ireland, and uh, he'd just say shit that didn't even phase him. Somebody would go up, hey, how's it going? Oh, it's been a fucking cunt of a day. Yeah, <laughs> just in a normal office setting. He's like smiling and he's like, yeah, no, I went for I a run. None of us could ever go back to a real office. The way we comfortably talk, no. that would that's like frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Well, the, I don't even want to go into Hannah's office. I'm afraid to say something horrible. Part of the problem was when I was in an office, I still talked like this. So. <laughs> yeah, but your office office processed porn. So. Well, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. They, uh, and they needed you. Like I, you know, I, I email people with real offices all the time, and I always have to remember. Yeah, like, don't make jokes. Don't yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Their options were kind of jokes on email. So. Don't send internet sued. memes to Hearst Publishing. <laughs> like I send weird stuff to you know our other editors, but. <laughs> <laughs> I used to tell people, like, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Just don't do it in a medium that can be proven later. Yeah. Uh, I do the opposite. So. <laughs> um, I got to pee. Yeah, well, it's, it's break time. time. All right. So. Yesterday I had one of those League of Their Own peas. Or, you ever seen the movie? I don't remember. That is Tom, a fucking I remember deep Tom Hanks pisses in real that. time for, like, 90 seconds in this in this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. 
They, okay. And I had I had to piss on the side of the road yesterday. I think it was like it was it was over two minutes. It was the lo- it was longest I could. Oh, Those are fun. It's something that great was, about so that was your takeaway from that movie. Yes, that's pretty Tom funny. Has a, pretends to piss <laughs> for two straight minutes. And we're back. Yo, uh, man! Before I go on these long trips, gotta ensure my dome looks good for when I'm on the telly. <laughs> the telly, yeah, on the telly. And I gotta shave my head with my Harry's razors, and my Harry's creams, and my Harry's moisturizers because I got a whole drawer full full of them. I stocked up. Harry's is it's so money. I don't have to go to the store anymore. I used to have to like I used to run out and then like when I needed to shave to be on the telly. I couldn't do it. Now Harry's just sends it right to my door. Harry's.com was started by two guys who were passionate about creating a better shaving experience. Their starter set is a month worth of shaving and comes with a razor three of Harry's high-quality German-engineered blades and a bottle of shaving cream shipped straight to your door for free. For listen to the, for listeners to this show, Harry's is giving you five bucks off your first purchase of a starter set with coupon code TIRE. After entering code TIRE at checkout, you can get Harry's starter set for just 10 bucks a month worth of shaving for just 10 bucks with code TIRE at checkout. Say goodbye to choosing between expensive brands, cheap disposables. Say hello to Harry's. High-quality blades at a price you'll love. Go to harrys.com right now and enter code TIRE at checkout to get 5 bucks off your first purchase. Month worth of shaving for just 10 bucks with code TIRE at checkout. That's harrys.com. Code TIRE. And Forza Motorsports. Horizon 3, new Xbox. We're, I'm stoked. we got to plug in our new wheel so I can get on it. When are they going to send us Horizon 3? It uh, won't be. I think it's not, it doesn't come out until September or something. I need it. So I we'll, need it. We'll get it then. I want to drive through that jungle. Until then, it's all about Motorsport 6. Which, oh, by the way, yeah, that's right. I'm in it. It's awesome. People, uh, people hit me up once in a while, and they're like, so excited you're in it. And I'm like, I totally agree with you. I'm so excited to be in that game. It's really fun. Uh, there's 450 cars, everything from modern-day supercars to vintage Le Mans racers. We own all of them because we've spent all our forts of cash. They all have working doors, cockpits, damage, construction, new content every month, which you can get with the Forza Motorsport Car Pass on Xbox Live. Stay up to date on all the happenings with Forza at ForzaMotorsport.net and friend TST Racing to compete with us online. Forza Motorsport is the official video game of the Smoking Tire. Of course, Dylan Optics sunglasses, you know those awesome glasses I'm wearing in all these videos? Yeah, they're called Dylan Optics, and they are sweet, and you can get them by going to thesmokingtire.com and clicking on that Dylan link. If you buy a pair, I'll send you a free T-shirt. That's uh, Just go to thesmokingtire.com, click on the link. Dylan Optics, they save your eyes. Just yeah. drove across, we drive across entire states in days, and at the end of the day, if you don't have those, your eyes are really hurting. And uh, it bothers me when I have to take them off for camera, which is a lot. But then they go That's right always the on. worst, too, when you've had them on all day in the bright sun, and you're like, oh, Yeah, fuck. and they're like, look good without them on. And I'm like, but it's 150 degrees, and we're in the middle of the desert. I need to see. Thank you. So get some Dylan Optics. And what else we got to plug? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the things. No Snapchat. There will not be fucking <laughs> Snapchat. I don't like Snapchat. Uh, anyway, that's the jam. You know the drill. Okay. Where were we? Do we have things? Got questions. We got stuff from the people. Let's get inspiration from the people today. Because I'm out. Of, I'm out of fuck. I can't. I can't remember what we have and haven't and can and can't talk about. You ran out of inspiration. 
Yours no, I've got some inspiration. Go. Family guy. I've got some real estate here in my bag. I think I think Brian has some inspiration under his bed. <laughs> Peter and Lois get high. It's so funny. Oh, man. All right. First question. Uh, is the Ryan Turk drift video going to be on TST, or is it going to be somewhere else that he's putting up? TST, Thursday. Oh. Thursday. I edited it. It's actually pretty neat. It's a pretty cool video. I want to watch it later. You see it? It's nope, fun. But I want to get the early advanced screening. It's fun. Good. Well, you, get, you have the YouTube login. You can watch videos that haven't aired yet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can yeah, it's cool. It's uh, me and Larry Chen from Speed Hunters in the BMW M2 trying to get the perfect shot of some professional drifters drifting at Gingerman. And so I yeah, fucking... Yeah, that was at the festival, right? Yeah, <clears throat> at Grid Life Festival. And so I, I'm driving and I shove the M2 as close to Turk's door as I can while Larry's shooting. And we actually... Uh, he let me put the pictures in there. So we're, I show you what... I did it, like, as we go around the track, like, right when he clicks the shot, like, I inserted the shot. Great. So you can see it. It's, it's, That's a, really it's cool. a simple thing, but it's like... He does, you can see him hitting the thing, and then it's like ka-ching, and then you get the shot. It's money. Yeah. So you can see how you know how close and how 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 you got to set up to get the shot. That's really awesome. It's pretty cool. But That's he was he had a ten mil mounted on the camera. So wow. Yeah. yeah so you see close. you see how <laughs> oh <laughs> so like when we do our chase cam shots we use a seventeen. Right, mm-hmm. most of the time, or like a thirty-five. Usually, sometimes. we usually do two, a seventeen mm-hmm. and a thirty-five. And I got to drive four to five feet off the bumper. Yep. So this is a ten. Mm-hmm. So I had to be three feet off of the off of his door. Wow. Yeah, it's wild. Sounds like a good way to go through lenses pretty quick too. Yeah, yeah, it blasts it blasts the car. Well, here at least it's getting hit with. I can't believe we didn't launch a camera doing this Friday nine eleven because that was. I know, right? That was you know. Cannon fodder. <laughs> Actual rocks. Just hitting everything but the camera. <laughs> like, cracked a windshield, crack a bumper, just missed the camera. Cameraman. Um, <laughs> all right, along the lines of the E28, was the E39 M5 really as good as the press made it out to be? Because they're super cheap. Could that be another E30 situation? For its time, go, it was good. The, yeah, it was, have you when that car one, came out. Have you driven one lately? Yeah, they're great. I'm. They're good for their time. Not impressive by today's standards. I don't know. I think they drive pretty good. I, I bet they won't. S- speed and handling wise, they're not going to be on the level of today. No. But driving experiences, they different drive story. really good. And yeah. you can you can change them completely with like a nice set of coilovers. Just they, like yeah, I can see because that. the drivetrain is really really good. Does it feel like a G8 GXP or something like that, or maybe a little softer? Ni- than that? Nicer, a little softer. Softer riding, yeah, it's softer ride. G8, G8s are a little like they're growlier. Would, oh, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. The GM drivetrain is more responsive, though. I will say. Oh, and better. Yeah. I just I yeah, mean as far this as is like size, slick, length, width, that smaller, kind of a little smaller, a okay. little smaller, slicker too. Like it's got that. It's got that really nice. You know, if you've driven a BMW from that period, yeah. whether it's an M3, mm-hmm. it's got that like nice slickness. But don't to it. buy one expecting it to be cheap because they are ungodly expensive. Well, that's price. that's the downside yeah. is that the maintenance costs are high. The, the reason the gentleman whoever said that notices they're so cheap, and that's because the first thing they need is not it's, cheap. It's several mm-hmm. thousand dollars just to clear the carbon out of the intake. That's manifold. yeah. He must have sold his because he was uh, he actually got that bill because he owned one. And went crap and fixed it and sold it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like thousands of dollars. To yeah, fix that carbon build it's up. Ob- it's obscene. But there's but, and there's some other stuff too. But like the 
the engines themselves are pretty stout, and the gearboxes are pretty stout, and the diffs are like they're they're well, they're think, pretty good cars. They drive really nice. Yeah, they do drive really even by move. today's standards. They drive really nice. It seems like uh, Tavers, I think, was saying the move is you get a five forty with coils and stuff because those engines are not as finicky as the uh, the M five engine. I don't believe they're do- actually. Uh, I don't think that they suffer from the carbon issue that the M five. Yeah, they're just not as complicated, and they have much cheaper parts. The brakes yes. and stuff are really expensive on the M five. Yeah. The recently I've been turned on to the five thirty, the five thirty Sport, which the, with the inline six apparently, mm-hmm. which Harris brought it up, and I read it somewhere else before. I think on Bring a Trailer. It has different steering. It has it has instead the M the V eight cars have like recirculating ball steering, mm-hmm. and then this has rack and pinion steering because oh. it fits different. Interesting. And you know you get the three liter inline six is like easy. Yeah. And like that is kind of secretly the move. Every, that with a VF supercharger. Yeah. Would See be that. Great. I think that could be the move actually. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a good GT car. And that's you know. much much cheaper to deal with than. Than than the can M car for sure. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, the supercharged inline sixes are reliable. If you just don't. The, VS, too high. VF has a kit for that three liter. Well, we remember we drove the E. Oh, the M three. We drove the forty six M three. Yeah, right? yeah. And they make it. I mean, they all make one that will apply to the yeah. inline six. I'm not. I bet it. It could be a. They definitely to have one. Oh yeah, no, they still sell it. If you VF can find one it. of those. Those I'm telling you, those things are money. They're good cars. Those E thirty nines is like. Right size, right shape. That you mean the size of the last gen M three? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, but really uh, that period, that like two thousand to two thousand and six period, like that was kind of a pinnacle of like build quality. Those materials, that was BMW. And shit, with, that was BMW at their peak. You yeah, you get in a clean E forty six, and that feels like a really high quality product still. Yeah, you know what I mean. That those I, I think they went a little downhill after that i well and of course you're still looking for a car zach and i i brought up to the point to him yeah that's the one. Oh wait let me see that what year is that yeah e39 5 530i that's, sport oh, e60 okay no the e39, e39. 530 okay. yeah yeah so you know zach's still looking for a car and you i mean i don't think that process is ever going to end uh, I, I adjusted my criteria i spoke to harris did about- you adjust your criteria because of your forza money um, I did well. Yeah, that helped. But then it was still, I still wanted to spend like fifteen. Yeah. And I talked to Harris about it, and very quickly he was like, "Look, the thirty six has the worst driving position of almost any BMW ever made." Like he's you, right. It you does. Can't, like the seats wrong. You can't change the tilt on pre ninety fives, and even when you can, the biggest problem is that you there's no telescope. Like we take that for granted, but yeah. unless unless you're a weird person that has huge arms and short legs, <laughs> yeah. you, he's like I can, you can never get that distance right where your arms are bent the right way, but your feet aren't jammed in your face. Exactly. So that coupled with the interior, he's like you're just buy an E46. It's it's yeah. an old car too. I mean, other yeah. weird little shit's gonna go wrong. But here's the thing: is like the like, and I've said this so many times. Some old cars, the stuff works. The E30s, the E28s. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, it, they weren't get so complicated and they were also built back when they didn't give a fuck by the environment e36 things fall apart like crazy because yeah. they started using shitty glue so you have yeah. unreliable interior with bad ergonomics and not enough horsepower and it was like he's like if you can stretch it just stretch just it just get the e uh, yeah it is a much better car it is better i still he, think that I, I would if it was me in the market i would be looking at the 335s too but that's at the same price point as the e46 that's what i'm getting to is that you can get a much quicker 335 that's going to be nicer still it's true for e46 money that's true uh but then you have to put the diff in it as uh what's his face told us and 
turbos make, especially the N54. I mean, they had problems and they didn't have problems. I worry about that. I mean, there's always going to be there's yeah. always going to be a concern. It's just at least the E46 well, is at least, and I like the power yeah. band of the turbo better. But it's less complicated, and it's already built to drive fast and take the abuse. To me, I think when you're talking about reliability on one BMW versus another, you're kind of splitting hairs. You are. It's like so, where do you where do you want to spend your money? Yeah. Um, but I know the N54 did have like legitimate problems, and uh, when the first year they came out. Oh yeah, they had fuel pump problems. And yeah. I think if you do the fuel fuel pump recall, then thing, you're okay. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same as like the uh, the, the uh, 800 the horsepower car. The 800 horsepower one I just drove was a stock bottom end. Fucking stout car. Um, I'm sorry. I have to pause really quick yeah, because yeah. Uh, Patrick's at the door and has my painting that he did. Done already? Me. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, and also, I, I got to call me from my agent. So right. Okay. But uh, let's pause for a second and we'll come right back. All right. Okay. We're back. Sorry about that uh, delay. We went outside and our friend Patrick Stevenson is here. And he is a local car enthusiast, car flipper. Been around the fucking block. Hooked up a little bit of pimping. A little bit of car pimping as well, and uh, car artist. And I saw his painting at uh, the Icon auction of the Luft Auto uh, Safari 911, and I asked if he would paint me a DeLorean, which he has. He's brought it, and I will shower Instagram with it. And uh, where can it, well, let's do some plugs before we, we'll just get into the normal show? But where can people buy your art if I say see this picture and like it? You can go on Instagram. I'm at Motor Affair. Motor and, affair spelled normally with no weird punctuations. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, the website uh, is motor-affair.com. Cool. And uh, you're selling pieces of all – it's like uh, – what is the style, actually? It's like uh, hi, like heavy highlights and kind of contrasty and – I believe it's called filter. What's no, the, no, it's no, not no, filter. No? What, no. Do, what are we going to call this style? Uh, Graphic. I yeah, I, I mean, I guess you suppose because it's it's uh, heavy strokes and light and shadows, and I create it usually from photography that I have, and I create an illustrator, and it's all done by hand. And everybody, you know, I have people look at it like Chris and say, "Oh, it's just a filter." But well, no, not just a filter. <laughs> it does. It looks like it looks like you put a Gaussian blur on it and then did a sharpen. Yeah. So. No. But if you do it by hand, yeah. then, then it becomes work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks sick, and it's, it's actually really big, and it's going to hang over my bed. And so uh, I look forward to uh, to that, which I asked him to make. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you asked for it big. A so painting big. Of, uh, of my DeLorean, which is uh, we've learned that having a painting of a DeLorean and having a DeLorean are, in fact, exactly the same thing. So we've gone from real car to painting. It's going to hang over my bed. It's fucking what, 60 inches wide. 60 inches wide by 20 inches tall. It's cool. I'll post, post a picture You know what? Of it this is better than the DeLorean because you're not going to be having somebody ask you to take a picture with it every 30 seconds. That's true. And no one's going to make any fucking Back to the Future cracks in my bedroom. I thought about putting an out-of-time plate on it, but... No, I would have paid you. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have paid Aunt, you. Hannah could make one. She could be like, can we go back to the beginning again? <laughs> Hannah, she, 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 what's going to happen is Hannah will listen to this podcast and then realize that that would annoy me and then begin doing it because <laughs> she's smart. <laughs> uh, what's going on, homie? Uh, not much. Flipping cars. Yep, flipping cars. I just got back from BBI where my 996 is sitting dusty as hell, not getting anything right done. Right next to my Mustang, yeah, probably. Yeah, I it? saw your Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> it's still part That's there. officially the friend project corner. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, the, the Mustang is, uh, we cannot find a steering column. What? Like, 
How is I that don't possible? know. I don't know. But people who know where to look have been looking where they look. For a, are, for a Mustang steering wheel. For a steering column that will fit my car. See, here's I don't know. There's a I don't Cobra know. steering steering column. It's here's the here's the thing. It's a, a Cobra steering rack in a like an O. It's an O four Cobra steering rack in a, in this body. Mm. I don't know which one they're looking so for. So why is this changing now? I thought that was all. I thought all that stuff was sorted. Well, it was, and then it wasn't. When the guys at BBI found like a whole bunch of slop in my steering column. Oh. Which uh, seems seems that combi- that combined with my the state of my rear wheel bearings has affected the car's <laughs> handling <laughs> slightly. <laughs> so now it's new wheel bearings, new Heim joints, and new steering column. Well, the except we can't no find the steering column. You know, but, you know what it sounds like to me is you could have bought yourself a 911 and be enjoying it instead of you know my friend Larry <laughs> bought a 911 and he enjoys it very much. And he had to buy a $6,000 transmission, mm-hmm. and he had to rebuild his entire engine from the fucking pistons on up, and he had to buy a $5,000 exhaust. And so there is no way I could be doing this in a 911 and having the fun. A vintage Because Patrick now is going to you know, try to throw his 996... You know, average size cock. Your 996 is a fine vehicle, but it's not like you can drive. Even you can't drive a 996 and leave it stock. No. So that's the same fucking thing will happen. In the meantime, you have your focus. At least my parts are cheap. In the meantime, you have your focus. (laughs) If you can find them, right? I only only have one ass. Yeah, the the cheap parts are cheap cheap. when 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 you find them. So what is the key difference? What is the big difference between the regular Mustang steering column and the the, uh, Cobra? I don't know. I feel have no fucking from what I've heard to speed. Well, that's the rack difference. Oh, yeah. The column, I, I don't even know if it's any different. It might be a different length or a different right. fuck. I don't know. I don't know if like the Cobra, maybe the 04 one is too long, but yeah. the 88 one doesn't fit into the 04 rack. Like I don't fucking know. So what you're telling me is you're going to have to go buy an 04 Cobra to get the to steering, get steering column. column. Yeah. <laughs> I think no, Matt DeAndrea is collecting them now. So it's, it's like uh, it'll get worked out at some. I mean, fortunately, like we're all so busy. Like I don't fucking even really care at the moment. But well, it's not like you don't have a new car to, to drive either. Yeah, there's there's always something to drive. <laughs> I I intentionally booked pushed the the Camaro SS I loan I got later just so I would drive the fucking RS for a couple days. Smart. You're yeah. paying for it. You might as well put some miles on it. I mean, seriously, I've had the car over a month. It has like 500 miles on it. Oh, it's retarded. What's that at this point? About a dollar a mile for the? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably more than that. No. Don't even, don't even want to say. Yeah. Although I spoke to uh, the guys at Galpin this morning. Uh, we keep in touch. Yeah. And, uh, and apparently, the, the, since I got mine, the lease rates have gone up on RSs. So if you know anyone who wants one, my salesman ordered one for himself, <laughs> yeah. and because the lease rates have gone up, even he he's he's bailing out of it. So if you know anyone who wants an RS, nitrous blue, eighteen inch wheels. I have the nineteens. It's the the smaller wheels. What's the lease like per month? <sighs> Fuck. Oh, if it's more than I paid, you don't even want to know. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good. It's not good. It's Do you really think they're just going to drop like a rock? That doesn't make There's sense. There's only one. Ford Credit does not lease performance cars. So you can you can get an ST, but you can't get an RS and you can't get a Shelby nope, through Ford Credit. They'll finance them at fucking zero percent. I know. They will finance. They will not lease. Yes, that's yeah. true. Uh, but I wanted a lease. There's yeah. only one bank. I ran the numbers on the finance. They weren't much better. Yeah. Uh, there's only one bank in town that will lease 
uh, an RS. At least and you could so, find a bank. Yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah. There's one bank in town that will do it, and I already had a lease going through them for my sister's car. So like it, it just they. It's a bit of a racket because they're they're the only people who will do it. Yeah, and apparently they didn't even know that at the time, and now they do, <laughs> and the rates have gone up. <laughs> so you go in there, and you're like. I want to lease this uh, Ford RS. The guy's like, far out, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here. Oh yeah, <laughs> forgot about that. I don't. I don't understand why companies won't lease certain products. I mean, Chevy will not lease you an SS. They won't. No, they don't lease the SS. The sedan, the SS. Yeah, the at SS. all. Period. Nope. Really? Yeah. I was really shocked. Oh, I, I guess like, maybe if they're discontinuing the model, they don't want to be left holding the bag on a bunch of three-year-old cars when they're not – there yeah, isn't a current model. That's – that I, well, that possibly. Holden's going away entirely, so the parts situation is going to get sketchy on those cars. Well, they're not – are they really looking at parts for that? I, I don't uh, know. They, I will tell you, when I had my GTO, to get parts for that was a pain in the ass um, because they all had to come from Australia. I was told that I was lucky I didn't fuck up the steering rack when I, I hit some debris in the road and because it would have been like three months to get a new steering rack. What? Yeah. That's like that's three like, months. That's like Mustang years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one week in Mustang terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to get stuff from Holden over here is not always easy. That would make sense. Um a mystery letter was just slid under our door. It was a little – it was mysterious. And so Scavenger I went off into hunts. mail land for a minute. It was just saying our landlord's going to be out for the month of August. That's all. Oh, okay. It's not like so – So So now if you want to come, come to our, if you want to come to our building and like fuck up the toilets, you know, now's the time to do it. <laughs> they leak like every day. I go in there every day. It's just <laughs> – We don't pay the water bill. I don't know. Yeah, but – Our window I mean, leaks Eventually we're like, can we go through the water bill? I went into oh. uh, I went into a bathroom the other day. Every single toilet was just spraying water all over the floor. Oh, Every here? single one. No, not here. Oh. Oh. <laughs> were, you, were you in an elementary school? It's like the old Dane Cook. Yeah. 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 The Simpsons. It's like the old Dane right? Cook bit. You go into a bathroom. Why is every public bathroom everything's <laughs> fucking wet? <laughs> that is true. Because they piss all over the place. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's how it works. Did I tell you I saw a guy? Okay, so the nastiest bathroom in the airport is always the one in the baggage claim, right? Because people have been holding in, you know, their dumps for 18 hours or whatever. Speak for yourself. I paid for that bathroom on the plane. I'm too big to be shitting on airplanes. I have a very strict regimen when it comes to shitting and flying. And it's, it's working out for me okay. Uh, but... I went to the bathroom in the airport in the, in the in the fucking baggage claim area, and there was a guy, like shaving, in that bathroom, which is weird in itself because it, there's a real like strong lingering sense of feast in there. <laughs> but then, but he, it wasn't that he. Pores. It's like, but he was shaving a a beard that was like a real beard, like he wasn't just shaving his like. Five o'clock shadow. Is he shaving the beard off? Was, it, was, he, was he Harrison Ford from Fugitive? <laughs> I think we just saw someone escape. 
maybe he was. It was a pretty like. Well, was he I, using as scissors? As I go to describe here, I mean, look at look, this side of the table. It's like I'm looking in a mirror right down the two between between Patrick. It's like same beard. It's like <laughs> like if I could describe the scene, yeah. like. Patrick and Chris look exactly the same right they're now. Both wearing, they're, they're both wearing, wearing black, black shirts. shirts. Beards both well, Matt, <laughs> you're not too far from. I know, right? You no, know, I was walking behind you guys down the hallway, and I was like, I feel like a pilot fish. That's the three sharks. <laughs> <laughs> the little brother, where are you guys going? But the beard isn't quite as serious. It was probably like inch long beard. Okay. Yeah. But weird in an airport. Yeah, Very in an weird. Airport and the baggage claim. This it's is after he got claim. off the plane. After the now, flight. I need to shave. Well, yeah. He probably had his toilet kit in his bag, so he probably got his bag and then went in the bathroom to shave. But that's very strange. He was just. If you're a fugitive, do you check a bag and then right. wait around no, for it? Carry on. Well, I, I <laughs> what do you mean? It depends on if you check your shaving cream in the bag or carry on. I don't know. Yeah, it's all stupid. Rules. It's it was it was weird as fuck. You can't carry on a razor blade. No, can you? you can't carry on scissors either. No, that's right. You know why? Those are dangerous weapons. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone at the ch- at the at the the TSA line in front of me on the way home from Denver had a bow, like like it was like a kind of a souvenir-y bow, like okay. it was you know a, not like a compound. It was a bow. competition. No, bow. <laughs> yeah. no, it was like kind of a souvenir bow, but it was it looked like you definitely could shoot arrows with it, yeah. and they uh, <laughs> they made the fucking guy just take the string off and put the string in his pocket. What? Like because you can't <laughs> restring a bow. It took him eight seconds. He was like, okay, and then yeah. and then it was fine. <laughs> like, Excuse me, you have to remove the bullets from your gun yeah. before you board this plane. I'm sorry, you put them in your pocket or something. Little you can't have you them know. in the magazine. Stick with string, bow. <laughs> stick without string, stick. Stick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, what? Lord of the Rings when the when the stupid elf runs out of arrows, he always hits people in the face with the bow, and it yeah, kills, that kills oh, yeah. right. Yeah. That's real. Well, yeah. That's the first thing they taught me when that I was taking archery lessons as a kid. When you're out of arrows, hit him in the face with the bow. The, hit the bear with the bow in the face. Yeah, exactly. What, what you don't know is that he's actually an air marshal from New Delhi, and they're not allowed to carry firearms. He's so Robin he of Locksley air marshal. You know what? <laughs> Part of the sequel. He only shoots me. arrows at the first class cabin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I think that would bring a whole new era of respect to cops on bikes. Is just give them if you cross had to shoot a If you had to shoot a bow and arrow on a bike, all right. Yeah, my, my, cousin, my, cousin just, my cousin just had a kid, and, and his wife says he has to get all the guns out of the house, and but she'll let him keep a crossbow. And I was like, well, what happens if the kid touches the end of an arrow versus the end of a bullet? Not that it should be near either one, but it's like there's a, there's a knife on top of a yeah. small spear. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that you get on that is it takes about 150 to 180 pounds to pull the drawstring on a crossbow. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, but but knowing him, he'll be like, well, then I can't. I got to pull it in emergency. No, <laughs> keep, keep it locked and loaded. I need it. I need it strong and ready. People well, are like going to come and steal my shoulder bags. around the house with the fucking spear fishing thing going around. And he's like, oh, it's locked. And I'm like, I still don't trust oh, it. Oh, yeah, Morningstar spear gun. Not yeah. staying in front of that. Yeah. No, I literally left the house one night. I'm like, I can't trust you with this fucking thing. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> totally valid idea. I totally understand. <laughs> Uh, do we have other things? What do we got off Facebook? We were, we were oh, we got some more questions. Um, what do you think the best used German super sedan would be? An S8 V10, an E60M5, an X65? Oof. Hindsight, those all sound like... I'm going to go S65 just because the other two have engines that were not... I would, go as, I would go S65, I Well, guess. if you want to base it on the, uh, the Mercedes that, that you guys shot to death. 
No, oh, not no, that old. Than that. The newer but than you know that. what I mean? It's, it's at least a track record for I, mean, I would the, say the S63. Yeah, because that's, true, that's be like better. the V8. It doesn't have turbos. Yeah. It's a pretty proven engine. It's you know what I mean. As yes. far as German V8s go, that a '63 V8 is pretty damn good. Yeah, well, definitely don't want the. I wouldn't want the V10 and the E60. Harris was uh, we, we in the in the car. He, we you know we were doing what always happens when when we talk about what car because Harris I guess was thinking about getting a car and keeping it in L.A. and whatever and and so we started with. Well, maybe an E30 convertible, you know, <laughs> 10 to 15 grand. And then you throw a couple back and forth. And then before you know it, it's like, ooh, a 355 for 90. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> down the rabbit hole you go. Yeah. And so we went we went down the, the rabbit hole of, of CL65s for 22 ooh, grand. That'd be fun. Uh, he should do something like. If he was going to do that, he should take the opportunity and get something uniquely American that he can't do back home. That's what I told him, but he said, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's probably what he's like, no. I know we kind of, the converse, we went, we did it for about four hours, honestly, because we had a really long car ride. And we ended on a late 90s, early 2000s Mercedes SL500. The last of the boxy ones mm-hmm. with the f- oh yeah yeah because dude you because you can get those with like forty thousand miles for like twelve grand yeah. fifteen grand they're I don't know why they're so cheap because they're pretty fucking awesome because if they break it's twelve grand yeah because <laughs> that's the problem yeah but by the end of the, up. by the end they made that thing for like ten years like by the end of the production run it they got it kind of nailed yeah but just because they got it nailed doesn't mean it's not going to break and when you need. I don't know. The rotors for it are unique only to that car, like that. Uh, oh, that's true. Like that, that guy, C43, C43 you drove. That's true. Yeah, they're like three hundred dollars a piece. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that that's big it money, may, but if something no, big I know breaks, what you mean. yeah. Like how much? If you get a puzzle, like a thousand piece puzzle, and then you lose one of them, I bet it costs as much to get that piece as it does to get a whole new puzzle. <laughs> it does. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. What was that? Yeah, right. I, need, I needed. <laughs> we needed recently. We needed something dumb, and we had to buy a complete assembly of something else in order to get it. Well, no, I needed no. a I needed a fuel pump relay I needed a for kidney, my Corvette. So I I had to... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's on you. No, no, yours was funny. <laughs> Mine was real and sad. Yours was fake and funny. So <laughs> you win. Well, that's true. With like you know, you might need the top spindle of something, but they'll only send you or yeah. sell you the whole whatever. I needed a relay, so I had to buy a whole fuel pump. Well, I had yep. I had an air pump go out on the air suspension of a rear of a five series Touring. It's self-leveling, and the only thing that failed was the solenoid was leaking. Mm-hmm. You can't buy the solenoid. You can buy the whole pump assembly. Yeah. Can you it's look like up fifteen hundred dollars? Can you look up the solenoid on like Bosch and find which number, and then you, get the solenoid? You'd have to disassemble the whole thing. Weird. Are you taking? It's it like one it? unit. Oh, uh, okay. So what you do is just go buy a used unit, yeah, with a good solenoid, and put it in the car. Mm. It's probably it's, a core core exchange on that too, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was like two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. If I bought a new one, it'd be fifteen hundred. Yeah, but it was a five dollar part that probably yeah. failed. Yeah, it sucks. There's a big business. I mean, there's entire companies that do nothing but remanufacture dumb German shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I always say that the Germans over-engineer things to a great extent, which makes them great. But as they age and stuff fails, 
it's, well, it's like when terrible. you need to take a uh, you know when you need to take an alternator off like a German engine or something like that. You're like, well, 900 bolts later, both cylinder heads are off, and I've used torx drivers I didn't know existed, <laughs> and now the alternator is off the motor. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like the trailing arm bushings in what the E36s we were talking about. Like, yeah. You just replace the whole arm. Yeah. You can't take the bearing yeah the front the control bushing. arms like. There's ball joints. You could just pop out the ball joints, but they don't sell the ball joints. And I actually did that on my E36. Instead of replacing the, the control arm, yeah. I bought E30 ball joints and had them pressed out. And, and it, it was worked? way cheaper, yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, was, I was When I was doing all the suspension work on the Fiesta, I was like, well, what happens if I need to replace one of these? And it gets really fucked up. I'm like, can I get a bushing? They won't sell me the bushing. And I look up, the control arm for a Fiesta ST is $19. So fuck it. The complete control arm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine quality engineering. I bet, yeah. that's cheap, I bet that's cheaper than a BMW part. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably designed by the same fucking guys, though. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how much more the expense of the RS is. Probably, like, because it's from Germany, like $22. Oh, that's probably more than that. You think it's more? Probably. Like your, your rears will be expensive. <laughs> the fronts will be exactly the same. Because oh, the, the, the rears drive. will be unique to That's that car. True. That's a good point. Excellent point. Someone posted a picture to me uh, of a Focus RS that had been broken. Someone, like, broke the front axle seal or something. Already? As if I should, like, panic. <laughs> but I was like, you know... Someone's going to break one sooner or later. Those Not only that, yours is under warranty, and that's yeah, why you leased so it. So is this one. Yeah, this one doesn't matter. Yeah, those axle seals on the Fords, frankly, are shit. They leak on a lot of cars. I heard they leak on the Escapes a lot, too. They're, they're a little, there's one that's a little leaky on my Fiesta. Whatever, you just keep an eye on the fluid. You have a leaky axle seal? Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Fix that shit, son. I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Was it Jay Moore before he went to rehab? He did a joke on Opie and Anthony about when he was, he was addicted to NyQuil, like legitimately. Oh, that makes so much sense. And he used to drink a ton of it. <laughs> and before he admitted he was addicted, he was just he had a bit about how tired it makes you, which now looking back, you're like, how, you were drinking you're more drink- than everybody else did. <laughs> but he, he's like, he's like, you'd wake up in the morning, be like, what happened last night? He's like, my wife's like, oh, I, I don't know, you drank some NyQuil, went to bed. He's like, well, that's weird, I got a leaky faucet, but oh well. Like, his ass is leaking. <laughs> he passed out on NyQuil. She did something, and now his ass is leaking. That's <laughs> great. Uh, what else we got? Anything else? Oh, um, what's the biggest ticket you should have gotten? The biggest ticket you should Oof. have gotten? It's just, I mean, I, I don't know. Is that quantified Wait. as you got pulled over and you got away with it? Or is yeah. That- oh, just open to artist interpretation. I, oh. Or fast as is that supposed to be fast as you've gone on a public road? Or is he asking for the most reckless know. thing ever done? Like I feel like I've gone real fast before and then slow down in the next corner. There's a cop, or you know, I've had a lot of those where yeah. it was like, wow, two corners away, I did a power slide, yeah. <laughs> and then I stopped for no reason. Yeah, and now you're here. I got in that NSX and went fucking ripped up three corners, and there was eight highway patrol bikes Dude, coming the other they, way. They were all coming back from the target range, and it was yeah. just it was a motorcade. <laughs> you like, know the great what? thing is, though? What? Is they would have just... Oh, shit. They one guy would have pulled you over, and the seven others would just be standing there laughing. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, they all had AR-15s on the back of their bikes, yeah. too. They, they were ready for rifle it. Rifle training. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a hard question because we've all driven fast on the road, and when you get beyond a certain point in speed, you just get arrested. Yeah. I was, <laughs> so. There's a number of times I would have gone to jail. As a matter of fact, there's one clear one that I know, uh, Florida Turnpike, and this is, I don't know, probably 12 years ago. 
and I was in my Camaro that was stupid fast. And then there was a there was no, not a Mustang, it was a Viper, uh, second gen. And we were screwing around on the turnpike, middle of the night, nobody on the road. So not stupid, yes, dangerous, not really. Uh, we see cop lights flick on, and the Viper's right next to me, and we're just kind of going back and forth. And he just looks at me and just fucking waves his hand and just goes, go, go, go. <laughs> at which point, probably 200 miles an hour down the turnpike in Florida, uh, cop had no way he was ever going to catch us. By the time he caught up to speed, we were probably already off the highway. You know, if he was driving a Crown Vic, those are fast. <laughs> well, those got cop engines, right? Do you right? know how fast I had to go to catch you? Yeah. I love that. Well, we know why he was scared now. Huh? We know why that's terrifying for police. I, yeah. I do. Well, so, I mean, why don't, why don't we take it as that? Highest speed hit on a public road, meaning the most alleged. dangerous alleged, alleged And I technically did. had a cop in chase. He just had no chance. Well, I didn't yeah. see you. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what he well, said. Well, no, but what I'm saying is like, there? I don't know. that one is a legitimate, like, if I'd been caught, fucking jail on that one. Yeah. You always have to say, I didn't. I, I was going 200, but I didn't see you. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, that'll I, get, you that, get you out of that evasion. Yeah, I charge. wasn't running from actually, you. You were back there? I was, I was just going 200 miles an hour. I wasn't actually running <laughs> on my own. Well, that was, the, that was the Tom Morningstar defense in Arizona. The street racing one? The racing on the highway one, yeah. The defense is you bring in the other guy and you just go, no, we weren't racing. We were both just going 100 together. And then that that disproves the racing charge. Yeah, Yeah. and that worked. Wow. And when he flicked the lights on, we were probably doing, I don't know, 9,500, something like that. So fast, but not like... As that's not fast. Let's be honest. That's not fast. Not no, not for not Florida, Florida either. Florida. Yeah. Not for yeah. Florida either, but still. The place illegal. where speed stands still. Cause it's like <laughs> yeah. Six lanes across in 100 miles when, long. When you're on meth, turn. there is there is no time. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was, that, was, that was pre-meth mid-coke Florida. Yeah. <laughs> well, how, how about we do this? Press car. Highest no. speed in a press car. <laughs> no. On a we don't just, close course. This is this oh is a hypothetical. Oh no. Allegedly. Okay, I'll not, start. Maybe not I'll start idea. so you have to feel <laughs> bad. So back when I was doing auto eclectic, we got a Lotus Avora S. It's a Thursday morning at six AM. I'm on my way to check the give all these details. On the ten. <laughs> Dude, well, this, you're this, basically this, incriminating yourself right now, Lee. <laughs> no, no. This this could be this could be uh, a story I'm making up. Nobody It was yeah. it was twenty twelve on June third. <laughs> I was passing What's the statue of limitations? Five years or seven years? I think it's seven, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Anyways. Oh, speeding, I don't know. Lotus of S. I learned that the Lotus navigation tracks your top speed. So it had the last top speed recorded. It was like one. It's a dangerous feature in a car. Lambos have had that since 2002. <laughs> really? I have a story yeah, about Mercy's Lambo with one of those, too. Yeah. <laughs> we would never tell the Gotham customers about it, but always look when the cars came back. And that... <laughs> well, that had GPS tracking, too. Yeah, but, not the, yeah, like, but the, the onboard one right? was always interesting to see. That's funny. Uh, continue. So on my way to the racetrack, we're going to go and drive the car on the racetrack and beat the hell out of it. But it's 6 o'clock in the morning. I have an empty stretch of the 10 in front of me. And it says, like, 135 is the top speed. I could beat that. So put it in sport, drop a gear, start getting on it. Top speed of, a Lavor- of an Avora S. S is indicated 135? No, it was on the radio. It said this was the highest one oh, that had been reached. Had like a oh, video yeah, game. Yeah, I, got, yeah, I could yeah. beat that High top score. score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's like the roadside <laughs> signs that are your speed, and you're like, I, I can, can beat that this time. Yeah. <laughs> so I got on it, and I'm, I passed 155, and... 
and I have a radar detector in the car, and all of a sudden, radar detector's going off like crazy. I hammer the brakes, and it was a cop diagonally in the ditch in the center, and he got me. But when he got when he hit me, I was doing 123. If you he hit me 155, I'd have gone to jail. Like, I want. Do you get pull over? Oh he, yeah, I got a big ticket. He didn't arrest you at 123, though. He probably should have. Uh, I told him I was on the way to the racetrack. I didn't own the car for him to tow it. All the paperwork. He was doing me a favor <laughs> by writing me a big four hundred dollar ticket. Is that all four hundred? Four hundred is not cheap. bad That's, for that. I got. That, seems that was cheap. my ticket for ninety five and a whatever sixty five. is four hundred bucks. But in California, in California, if you can get away with, like, if that ticket is one point, so if you got yeah, yeah, ten yeah. over versus. Forty over, may as well go for you it. You might as well go for it. Well, because he, I think he he wrote me for excess of a hundred instead of actually writing the number. I can't believe excess of a hundred is only four hundred dollars. That's amazing. That's a that's a value that is unheard of in the well, state of California. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the desert. They write them all the time. That's yeah. true. The desert is yeah. We have Nevada. I went. I think I went almost one eighty nine or one ninety on a press launch. At the RS, on the a RS, press launch. Yeah, well, oh, Audi was really smart. They had the press launch for the RS7 in Nevada, yeah. and the drive route was hilarious. <laughs> it was like twenty miles straight away, right corner. Twenty miles straight away, left corner. Twenty miles straight away, <laughs> left corner. They knew exactly what you were yeah, going to do. <laughs> and that car, I mean, that car is just a missile. So you yeah. were out in the. There's nobody around. Yeah, I mean, just so and and we were just casually doing a buck eighty, a buck ninety, wow. just like. No problem. Yeah. And and JF got mad at me because I posted a piss speedometer picture of 188 <laughs> or something like that. He got all mad. You just say it was on a dyno. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, a, with a backdrop that looked like Nevada. Yeah. yeah. That's a it's really, just a picture. <laughs> that's a really tall fourth gear. Yeah. <laughs> car, that car is so stable at speed, though. It's, it's ridiculous. It's an Autobahn crusher. Missile. It's what it's absolute, meant to be. Absolute missile. Uh, what else we got here? Would you rather fight... 50 duck-sized meat zacks uh, or one zack-sized duck? <laughs> it's a fun one. Uh, 50 duck-sized zacks for sure because I could kick you. You just – that's because you know, couldn't fly. You know how disorganized I am. No, if, no it's uh, 50 duck-sized me's. Right. Humans. I, but I could, I could kick those. You have to kick all of them. Right. But yeah, I'm going to go with the one. One giant duck <laughs> would fuck me up. Oh, I go with <laughs> one giant duck. You jump around its neck and it's got one thing. They have it's no, got for some it, reason – Imagine how ba- – have you ever been bit by a duck before? No. It fucking hurts. Pinches like a shit. Like a U sized <laughs> duck could crunch my whole head in your beak with a hump. They don't have any teeth. Right. Doesn't matter. They that's have effectively they have at that pressure. size. It's a dinosaur again. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's like fighting a well, fucking rat- velociraptor. That's <laughs> just dumb. Velociraptor. But with adorable feet. Wait, 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 wait. To be, to be clear, yeah. if you have breadcrumbs, you win. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be clear, when Matt saw Jurassic Park, the first one, he saw the raptors and was like, it's like to be chased by ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> My God. She Jurassic Park in of the pond. I saw Jurassic Park in oh, theaters. Oh, it was yeah. scary as fuck. Oh, we were kids. Well, yeah, we were like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nine, maybe? Uh, Eleven, yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you saw Howard the Duck. <laughs> Howard the Duck's terrible. a scary movie to me still. <laughs> it's a, it's that's a weird, weird fucking movie. I think movie. I, I was scared of that movie into my teens. I was scared of the movie because it's Have you ever made thought it. about that movie? It's about a duck fucking a woman. Yeah. That's what that movie is. <laughs> I, I, this is someone else's joke, but they were like, oh, the movie Big, a movie that made it okay for a grown woman to fuck a 13-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just because he looked like a man. Exactly. Back to the Future is about a kid's mom trying to fuck him. It's true. M- multiple so times. Star Wars. <laughs> I, what's so weird is I never really get 
gave that much thought until I went to that thing with Bob Gale, the screenwriter, who was like, yeah, isn't it weird that the movie was so successful and it's basically about a kid whose mom is trying to fuck him? (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, I never actually thought of Back to the Future that way. At its core. That's what the writer said. (laughs) He's like, really, this was my commentary on Oedipus. I just just hit it in a sci-fi movie (laughs) with flying cars. Well, it was originally titled Oedipus 2 Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) Oh, uh, we got anything else before we get out of um, here? This, what's the best car for a young car enthusiast? Oh, but he asked about Mini Coopers. Uh, his hat in the ring is an R56 Mini. You had an R55. That's a, that three, is a good car. 53. Front wheel drive. Oh, you know, R53. Minis, man. They just break. They break. Yeah. They break early and often. 60,000 miles is not like the hard limit for a Mini. Wait, it's engineered by BMW. What are we missing? But not really. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be great to 80,000. Yeah. It's engineered by BMW, except all the parts are made of plastic. All, all BMW parts are made of plastic. Have you never seen the end tanks on an E36 um, of the radiator? They're made out of plastic. They fail just all the time. Well, that's no good. That makes sense. That's but good. Minis are brand new. E36s are 20-something years old. So, Zach, so, still want that used BMW? <laughs> yeah. No, if you, if you replace some of the things on those, they're great. That water pump thing, you do, like, two or three things on them, and it's fine. You just have to, like, un- same thing with Corvettes. You buy one, and you uncheapen it just slightly, and it's fine. Yeah. Corvettes probably more reliable, but, yeah, that's... If you're young, don't buy a young. Don't buy a German car if you're a teenager. Buy a Honda Civic Si. Yeah, learn to drive. What? It'll work. Yeah, two forty SX people or that. If, yeah. Go drifting. Well, if <laughs> or you that. or if you I mean, not everyone should immediately start drifting. Yeah, like, why and not? You, and young people, <laughs> and young people should have like airbags and shit. Yeah, yeah, airbags are good. First idea. car, okay, mom. Don't buy a shitbox. <laughs> don't what? Don't buy a shitbox in your first car. You're probably gonna crash it. That's also true. So then, second car, two forty. You could buy a 240 as your first car and go go to driving schools, go do Drift 101, learn how to drive, and then you won't crash it. That is true. <laughs> if you are one of the few teenagers that has the income to pay for driving school and yeah. will actually do it, I would I would agree. You but could, you convince your parents it's driver education. I got the know, by the way, you can go to school. driving school with any car. It doesn't true. have to be. You, you can do. go to a track day with any car. Mm-hmm. To true. a fucking G wagon on a racetrack. I don't know why. That was a mistake. (laughs) It was awful. It'd be funny to just show up to like an HPDE day and just bring something weird and see what, and just play it straight and see what they, like, yeah, this is my Sienna. (laughs) In a minivan. I'm trying to learn how to drive better. My son's a You know what might even be good is like a, it's a first car. Uh, One of the three cylinder Fiestas, the turbo three cylinders are actually kind of fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. And they're cheap. They're if you're talking about a, a new car, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or so I guess even slightly used. Those things are like, what, ten grand used? Yeah, I think they're about that yeah. much used. Wow, that's, that's so much better than a Versa. Holy shit. The new Versas <laughs> are big, though. They have, like, sure big back seats. That's yeah. why people buy those things, because you're like, they actually have a ton of room. Well, it's in like back, a new like Civic. Kid seats you can, and stuff. You can, you, Uber is, you know, cheap chauffeur, and you can yeah. sit in the back of a new Civic, and you're like, got a lot of space. We had an HRV. Me and Spinelli had an H, uh, HRV to the Denver airport. And it's got those weird hidden door handles that are up oh, high, yeah. like the back of a Veloster. <laughs> yeah. And the, my Uber driver put door on the handle because she was like, I'd constantly be like, no, no, up, it's up there. Like, up there, like screaming through Genius. a closed it's car. Smart. I totally get it. Yeah. Like the Sonics had the same thing. And, it, yeah. and the Sonic press car I had was black. With and you black couldn't, door couldn't handle. see anything. Right. Oh, that's Sonic. Oh, it stinks. I like that car. You did like it? Yeah, I thought it was fun. I didn't like that. I thought the chassis and stuff felt very Jetta. Very Jetta? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. What? 
<laughs> did I felt like the, I felt like the the bushings dampening and the and the build it just rode to, like to it be rode clear, like a Jetta. This was like five years ago, but you're you're comparing the Chevy Sonic to a Jetta. Neither uh, of which are great the, cars. The LTZ, yeah. I guarantee you, the yeah. Sonic's the Sonic's more reliable than the. I just had, I had a, <laughs> probably. I, I had like a thirty-two thousand dollars Jetta press car recently, and I forgot to make a video with it. Oh, it also, reviewed. it also wasn't very good. Remember, it so. was a Jetta. I know. It was it's like not really like, what you kind do. Of who right? cares? Yeah, it was sort of who cares. But you know, whatever. They're fine car. I mean, well, because when we got the Volt. I remember riding it, and it was quiet and dense, and it, it, it actually felt like a Passat before they started stripping all the um, sound deadening out. The Volt? Really cheap. Yeah, the Volt. Yeah, the Volts are great. The Volt, that's what it felt like. It felt Germanish. I haven't been on the new did. one. How so is... fuck you, Patrick. The Volt? <laughs> yeah, how's your sister's? My sister's Volt's great. Yeah. I think, yeah, the new Volt's dope. <laughs> yeah, really it's nice a good car. good-looking car. I was... It's really nice. So She was like, I want anything but black. We looked at all the available colors. They had them all on the lot. <laughs> and, she, and she bought a black one. Yeah. <laughs> Not a I, lovely periwinkle. <laughs> and then, well, and then as it turns out, she said she just didn't like the tinted windows. That was the. She, it was too blo- too she, much black. Did she realize tint comes off windows? Well, I tinted the windows, and then I gave her the first fold. Uh, the new one has, does not have tinted windows at all. So it's uh, no to me, problem. that's the first thing you do when you get a car is tint them, because otherwise the interior fades out, and you burn to shit when you're. I really like the tinted windows. Yeah. I, I, it looked good on the Volt. It that was way it. better. It helped yeah. the car so much. It was good. Yeah, very much. I just got the bill today for the curbed wheel. <clears throat> Excuse me on the lease return that Alexis mm. owes me two hundred and seventy dollars for two curbed wheels. Yeah, I mean, I that's your. Okay. I guess you do. Okay. Right. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> There's a thing. It's like, uh, do I have it? Wait, do you want to see what how the lease return damage did, thing works? Yeah. Did they also charge her for not using the electric engine ever? <laughs> and overusing the gas engine? Abuse of drivetrain? She had, she, Chris, did you hear the story? Oh, yeah. You yeah. Nowhere to nowhere to, uh, nowhere to charge play, but it. But didn't know how it even felt for so long. So she just yeah. put gas in it and drove it? She's like yeah. a nun, she's like a nun who you know fifty years old finally finds a clitoris. <laughs> yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah, That's she was what so I've been ex- missing. She was so excited when she could drive it on electric. She was like, it's "So quiet." <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> the point. that's the point. Believe me. All After right. going to Catholic school that was run by nuns and seeing all of them sh- all of them walking around holding hands, nuns know how to find a clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you think they found Jesus? <laughs> Uh, well, they did, but they screamed it more than anything. <laughs> so this is a lease check by U.S. Bank, which discusses the things that they can charge you for when you return your lease if they're fucked up. So what I find interesting is it, it lists, you know, 2013 Volt, four-door hatchback, blah, 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 black, da, da, da. It then says miles, 16,900. That's after a three-year lease, so practically like no miles. Say you're way under. Engine condition fair. <laughs> I don't even. I don't. Okay. After sixteen thousand miles, the condition is fair. I don't know how they. The car was fine, other than the car itself was fine. I don't know what engine condition. You know fair. they didn't do any. Fair is just what they like tell. It's everyone. running. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Vehicle grade three. Whatever that means. Uh, <clears throat> so for damage. Uh, they charged uh, for a scratch, but one scratch between zero and four inches, twenty-two dollars and fifty cents. It's pretty reasonable. It's yeah. reasonable. Uh, uh, chips on the front bumper. Uh, they charged twenty-two dollars and fifty cents. 
Uh, a scra- another a couple other scratches where they also charge twenty two dollars and fifty cents. Uh, one wheel damage, one hundred twenty five dollars between three and in- one and three inches. Another wheel damage between one and three inches, one hundred twenty five dollars. Uh, and then ninety of that was chalked up to normal wear and tear, and then they charged me two hundred and fifty dollars plus tax for the two curbed wheels. I think the scratches were. Wear and tear. Oh, so, so they just itemize how much it would cost. Yeah, such a specific price. Twenty two fifty must be like they got a guy. They got a guy. And they, <laughs> yeah, they, they pay him. <laughs> they definitely. And then the rest of it is just you know profit. That's not too bad though. Two hundred and fifty bucks to essentially. What did you not have not, a security deposit though? Shouldn't that just be covered? Usually, I don't think. Usually, no. when you lease, you put a security deposit down, and that deposit basically protects them against you bringing back a car that's trash that they already have. No, I don't money. think it works like that. I don't think I've paid a security deposit on a lease. I think I make my first month's payment and that's it. And there's maybe a down payment, but the down payment covers, like, I don't think there's a security it, deposit. It depends. That you certainly cars don't get it are, back at the end. You're supposed to on certain <clears throat> cars. Maybe there's a certain kind of lease that has that. I, I, I've i leased a few cars. I've never had that. Maybe, I don't know. Well, what all have you leased? Are they all Fords? No, I leased. I mean, have you driven one? I leased leased two Fords, a GM, and a a Mini. I'm surprised your Mini didn't have one. I don't know. I just, whenever you look at like some of the offers from BMW, you go look at an M3, they'll list that you have a down payment and security deposit. Oh, and that usually security deposit is like basically a damage. How much is a security deposit? Largely dependent upon your credit rating. Really? It could be. You think it's largely what? I bet you it's dependent upon your credit rating. Maybe, yeah. So if they go, hmm, I'm not sure this person will have $5,000 at a later date. Let's make sure we get it up front. I bet that's true. That could be true. Yeah. That could be true. I don't know. I, I've never – I haven't seen that. But do you get it back at the end if the car's not damaged? I think so. Oh. Well, I haven't I haven't well, I've definitely leased. Never, I've just I've never what the offers are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I'm sure somebody will comment about yeah, that. Yeah, you walk in there with a 400 credit score, and you're, you're going to get hit with that. A four hundred credit score. No one's leasing. Yeah, I was gonna say you're not gonna get a car, (laughs) (laughs) unless it's a Jetta. That's super high. Are you familiar with the term subprime? (laughs) Dude, my sister's credit score was over seven hundred. Yeah, and they wouldn't lease her a car unless I co-signed. She has no equity because she has not a a long credit history. Uh, She pays her bills on time, but she's never leased a car before. Yep. Mm. So, so they made me sign it too. Yeah, that's the problem. Is if you if you live mostly on cash, you actually end up. Fucking yourself a little bit. Pablo Escobar couldn't get a lease. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pablo Escobar Famously. raced Porsches. I, I know. And crazy. Crazy person. I mean, duh. Awesome. You know what? He never showed up to a race do you, tired. Do you, think, <laughs> do, you, do you think people only oh, against that? him like only would only race in like second gear, and he'd just be like lapping people, <laughs> and then one guy like shows up, fucking young kid, you know, from the country. He doesn't know much, but he's fast in a fucking car. And he shows up, doesn't know the local rules, door to door in it with Pablo. <laughs> And that he was raced his, once. That was his one he race. Once. Yeah. That guy probably was broke just his leg, never raced again. The blower fan just had it blown out of the fucking vents in that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he turns on the HVAC and it's just <gasps> yeah. cloud around him yeah. and he gets the red mist. Well, it was like uh, Freddie did that to me with the flower. Yeah, that Volvo, and he filled all the air vents with flour. So when I turned it on, I just got blasted. <laughs> That's great. You know, what we can talk about that was really, really funny. That isn't part of the plot of the show. Hmm. The car wash where the, <laughs> were you the? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We went to the car wash in fucking fuck all Colorado. The, one of the sprayers. Mm-hmm. I love those pressure yeah. washer guys. Uh-huh. Fucking washing the Bentega. Just mud is coming all off the fuck off it. You know, because one of the wheels was slightly unbalanced. Like power. Um, no, just because yeah. there was mud stuck in yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like power washing the inside of the wheels and all that shit. And right as I'm almost done, the hose snaps <laughs> off the gun. <laughs> and put just enough to shoot... A perfectly flat, like rings of Saturn water yeah. out of the fucking just and completely soaks me on camera. This is oh, going. To, this is going to be on television. That's awesome. Completely soaks me, and I go into like a panic and like shove the thing back in and like run away. <laughs> and he does exactly that motion. It's like this, this waving arms. arms like, like, ah, get away! Get away! And like the hose is chasing him. It's so funny. You know, it's moments like that that sometimes it gives you a glimmer of hope that some of the shit you see on TV that is that you're like, oh no, that was clearly scripted. You go, yeah. no, this, oh, this, no, this is so this funny. one's really real. I hope it it probably will make the show. It's a promo at the very sure. least. It was really funny. That's but, funny. <laughs> it's like Matt has this panic that's not not fear, but it's like a panic of this irritating situation. You just looked up at everybody like, fuck. <laughs> Completely. I spent the whole rest of the day wet. Oh. Ugh, it's okay. God, yeah. Anyway. Should, that, that episode's going to be great. Um, the Colorado film. Drive on NBC Sports is going to be, what, September? When does it premiere? Uh, I don't know. That's going to be a lot. Of, we'll do a better job of promoting it. But Drive yeah. on NBC Sports season three, we got a lot of cool stuff coming. I also went to Spartanburg and drove the uh, BMW One M. Uh, no, sorry, M One. M One. Yeah, the mid-engine one mm-hmm. and the E twenty eight M five, both of which are honestly like phenomenal automobiles. <laughs> really, really good. Well, the M one yeah. was built what early eighties. Seventy. This one was a seventy nine. Yeah. Okay. This that car. I mean. Wow. It really – it took a proper pounding. Mm-hmm. I drove that car like – I mean, I, I wasn't like abusive on it, or at least I really tried not to be. But like I ran 30, 40, 50 laps in it. Wow. In it, and it was – Turn it off and on. It was hot. Yeah. And stuff. It, it was actually great, ran better too. later in the day. Like the first – Yeah. The, it was a little like waking up and a little creaky. It hadn't been driven in like a year. And so it, it was like a little creaky the first couple, but like – Few laps, it kept getting, and by the very end, it was fucking humming. It was great. It was like getting your hungover friend out of bed. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, okay, I'll grab my keys. Just, just you know, get ready. And then you come back. He's, he's asleep again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, like we started, we drove, and we turned it off. And the next time we started it, it was like, you know, yeah. And then, after that, it was fun. We that car is incredible. I mean, who driven one? No, I just it's a dream of mine to drive one of those. They're so. The beautiful bodywork, built to go racing, and it's a it's a halo car. There isn't anything. I mean, the i8 isn't comparable. There isn't anything no, comparable yeah. that BMW ever made. It's super cool, and it it really does feel like a Lamborghini that was engineered properly, which is rare for that era. Well, it's what and Lamborghini is now, right? Engineered yeah, by Audi. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, the ergonomics were funky in it. I remember, I remember the steering it. wheel was about three inches off to the right, as were the pedals, and I had huh. to drive it barefoot. Well, because um, of the pedal box? Because the pedal box was very small. Yeah. Which is funny because Germans are usually pretty good about that. Well, the, the M5 had, was perfect. Yeah. E28 M5 well, is was amazing. But remember, 
the M1 was built at the time of the 2002. Yeah. Which has a really – have you driven a 2002? They have small yeah, mailboxes. Yeah. So whereas the M5 came after that. Yeah. It quite was, a bit but, uh, after. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. It was – like people talk about those cars like they're not fast and it's definitely fast. What, the M5? No, the, the M1. It was? I think it wasn't that fast. It feels really fast. It was not. When you went by, like we had to wait for some drive-bys and, and some stuff. If uh, it feels fast, if it's it, not actually fast, yeah, I believe that it, because of the sound and all the yeah, you, it's going to feel like a big experience. Sounds then, awesome. And you're watching, you're like, oh, okay, all right. So maybe it's not fast, <laughs> but it's you know not what? slow. Fast, not slow. Fast isn't everything, and I think that's the thing that everybody's learning nowadays. You have 700 horsepower cars you can buy from the factory, like. The RS7, that is incredibly fast, but yeah. it's not exciting. Mm-hmm. Right. No, this car, and then we drove it on the street a little bit, and it was nice to drive on the street. It yeah. rode really well. It was really, like, well-behaved. I had to do uh, – I, I, I had to – they wanted to get a shot of me parallel parking, and I had to parallel park it, like, three times to get the shot. Oh, that, that wasn't like fun. fun. No. no. That wasn't fun. <laughs> I was mixing up the speed of the M5 with the speed of the M1. That's what I was doing. We shot both at the same time. Yeah, that, yeah. The you're saying was, the M5 was slow and it, the M1 was, was fast. The M5, the M1 was much quicker. The M5 yeah. was slow and also like the quietest car I think I've ever filmed. Yeah, but it did nice slides. It did. Oh, it, it was did good. Yeah, that M5 makes like maybe what, like 250 horsepower in the US. Yeah, 250 in Europe. It's got 285 and supposedly much better. Doesn't Harris cool have one of those? He does, and that's why I kept telling him every every few cars we'd shuffle through in our discussion. I'd be like, why don't you just ship your M5 over? Yeah. I was like, that would be cool as shit Great. here, and it's 25 years old, Is so it it's left-hand fine. drive? No, it's right-hand drive. Uh, yeah. You can, Why not? You can bring a Skyline here no, that's no, no. right-hand drive. I don't think there's a rule against well, he, it. He couldn't register it here. You can't register That'd it here? Problem. Why not? Because the same reason with the Skyline. Like, that, that car... Not in that, California. You said he was getting a car for L.A. Doesn't mean he has to register it here. That's he what also I just has a house. Said. You don't have to. You don't register it here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he could but, bring it here, no problem. But you couldn't register it in yeah. California. Yeah, you don't need. Yeah, there's there's any number of ways around that one. Um, I forgot where we're going with that. Well, you were just talking about the, the fact that you went and drove these cars, and oh, that's yeah. where we were going. <laughs> that's where we were. That's where we were. But I, I mean, the the film is really cool. Yeah, it it's, is. It's good. It's very pretty. And uh, well, that's the origin of M. Yeah, the M1 was the origin of of that motorsport heritage carrying through. You don't say, <laughs> <laughs> says the guy who doesn't own an M yet. No, we got I'll we got a lot of access. Uh, we got a lot of access to uh, to the track and the cars and and the people at BMW were like very very kind. That Spartanburg is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that working there because they they're just cool. It's, they're very easy to work with. So thank you to BMW because it's very nice to drive the one M. Now I'm going to start begging them. Because you know they let people race them, yeah. At, at Monterey, yeah. I got to start priming for next year with that. How many of those things yeah, do you figure up. they have kicking around? We actually learned a lot about uh, how the you know you'd think that they have a bunch of everything. Well, around. no, I was thinking they didn't have a lot of those of, one, of well, M ones. M ones, there couldn't. This be was that the many. only one they had. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's well, there's a race car, yeah. a full race car, and I drove the street car. Um, and this they was have the like, one they, they have customer car access, but then it, the her- they have like their heritage organization that has to buy the car. It's not just like the conglomerate BMW yeah. goes, yeah, we want to have one of everything we've ever made. It's, it's like, like this little thing. Like, company. Have There's a money. division, yeah, with their yeah. own little yeah. budget. And so like they can buy and sell as needed. Um, I hope, hope is, they bought them a while ago. <laughs> they have a, they have some really – they had a E36 lightweight with under 1,000 miles on it. 
Wow. They had a headliner uh, sagging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course it <laughs> <Well>, is. <laughs> and some of the door and some of the rubber was cracking and yep. stuff too. Um, and they had a Z4M down there with a hundred miles on it. Cooper, uh, Coop, the last, the last one built at that plant, nice. the last one ever made. What was that? Oh, the E30. Nice. And I was like, I knew that sound. Um, Sounds overrated, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Sound of something that's very dynamically exciting, but kind of slow. Yeah. Hey, driving for people who are enthusiasts isn't all about speed. Don't tell me how to be. Listen, (laughs) listen. No, no, no. I have E30 experience. You need more. Yeah? Yes. More power than an E30, a standard E30 can provide. Car's slow. No, really no, no, no. It's it, uh, the 318 is a very peppy car. It reminds me of like a four door Miata, which is great to drive around on back roads. It's a small car, but you have a back seat, you have a trunk, unlike a Miata, and it's just it's fun to drive, but you have to beat the piss out of it's it. It's so slow. No, <laughs> I, when I drove it, I was like, I, the steering feels great, the handling yeah, feels yeah. Like, oh, I, I totally get why they are the legends they are mm-hmm. and why they were so important to how cars are today. But then when I see them used for 50 grand, I'm like, this is not $50,000. Oh, no. That, no. that was the no. point. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. It's not, not $50,000 worth of driving. Yeah. I was expecting like – I wonder if this clank. is almost like – do you remember in the early 2000s when muscle cars had this crazy fucking boom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think that's – the Germans – it's the German boom right now. Yeah. It's not just Porsche. Well, it's, 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 it's when you know, people, it's the 80s get, when boom people is what this is. the cars when they were kids get yeah. into, you know, and they be, they turn 50 or so, game on. It's well, just the no, next, it's, it's next even, logi- it's even you cycle. getting the DeLorean, getting yeah, anything, cars. anything that you grew up with. And right now you have the kids of the 80s, and American cars were not that great. Although Mustangs are coming up in value, the Fox bodies. I know, right? They're never going to be really worth anything, though. They made too many of them. Yeah. When's the Geostorm bubble happening? Because <laughs> I thought that was cool when I was six. Or the <laughs> Nissan Pulsar with the three different roofs you can put on it? See? I can't wait. And Buying all of them motherfuckers. Let's corner the market. When we're 50, I'm going to be the Storm Millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> They uh, they let a, let me have a quick go in the E thirty M three too, eh, eh, not fifty not a fifty thousand dollar car no not a chance no heritage or no heritage well but, you know what there was more of those that came to the U S than E thirty four M fives also not a fifty thousand dollar car but no 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 but uh the the E twenty eight M five drove much better than the E thirty M three. And it's still like by today's standards, it's so light yeah. that the difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. It feels it, the E twenty eight M five feels really light compared to anything of today. So the extra the extra step to the E thirty isn't as like whoa, you know. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you did it on its own, I think if you have an you got to rev the piss out of the E thirty, and then like there was a guy in Santa Barbara that had a real cl- clean E thirty. And he swapped With a it six like, cylinder swap. Yeah, he did, yeah. did the S fifty swap, and he yeah. did it like six years ago before yeah. their prices went up. So he probably was a little bit like, ah, shit. Mm-hmm. But then you you have, I think you have torque. Great, you have torque, torque power, but you yeah. know, the wide body and everything looks really cool. Yeah, it, no, car. it did look cool and had you know it steered good and everything like that. All those things are correct, but you have to re- absolutely rev the piss out of it to even go like anywhere. Well, it's I'm a motorsports motor. I know. Their operating band is like I know, but the, the little top end. It's but, always you're always going to be on the boil. If you're just, spending that kind of money, I'd rather have a 2002 TII. Those yeah. are really slow. 
They are, but they're it's, they're yeah, But if you're gonna go that slow, Clarion, that Clarion car was a wonderful little 2002, but that thing was slow as dog shit. Yeah. I, I, but I think if you're gonna if you're okay with slow, I'd rather have slow in a 2002 than car. an E30. Really it was very, car. it's very pretty. Well, yeah. well, isn't the compromise there? You take the motor out of the E30 and you put it in the 2002, and you get the M2. That's oh, like that, what, what that classic cars built. in Manhattan has. Yeah, one? Did, was that Zach's car? One of those guys so. at Classic Car Club built that. Yeah, you put a six cylinder in two thousand two. No, 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 not six. It's the inline oh, the, four. Oh, yeah, the out of the E thirty M three. So you get two hundred horsepower in a car yeah. that normally came with like a hundred. Yeah, that's so. But that's all. That's like. I don't know. The going, that's like going back in time with a samurai sword and giving it to the Vikings, because in, in your time what? period, guns are invented. Because you, you, take, you take a you take a slow engine from the M from the E30 and then put in a car that was slower, but now it's slightly better. But it's still not fast. It's just it's like why don't you give the 2002 a good engine? Well, to be clear, you don't have enough tire to support much more than 200 horsepower in a 2002. Tire is not important when in relation to horsepower, Patrick. Have you not seen <laughs> the turbo-powered 245 Camaros that run at the runway events? <laughs> Tires last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, you know what? The other point is I've seen guys take the 2002 chassis, put S2000 motors in them, and then throw oh, turbos yeah. on them. Oh, that's insane. Just there was also a 2002. Yeah. <laughs> Get the 2000 engine. And then S2000 motor is not a motor that you really want to fuck with you, too much. It's right on the knife edge. If all your things go well, you should you should get a 2002 and put an S2000 engine. That would be fucking rad. That would be Sweet. rad. Yeah. I, I fear for the dumb shit I might build if I make some money. Yeah. One of the drift you cars I chased with Larry like was a... Grand. We'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> One of the drift cars we chased with Larry was an E30 with an SR20 swap in it and yeah. an angle kit, and it was getting oh. fucking nasty. I bet. Here's the problem. Yeah. Awesome. I will want it. I will want a garage with a lift, and I will never leave it. That you won't. No, well, well, that's so fine. I would just build things in there all day. So, every so you, day. you, you just so long. you don't buy a house. You buy a garage, and you just put a loft in it. <laughs> You don't think this is something that's actively going through my head at least an hour out of every day? Wait till we have the ranch, dude. Then you can build yourself a little shed. All right. We have the smoking tire ranch, and everyone can just plop a fucking airstream down wherever they want. You can build yourself a little shed. It'll be great. It's a good yeah. idea. So, yeah. so when are we doing that? It'll be our own little slice of New Zealand. Is that, is that, is that wait? Is that the Canadian one so we can have skylines? No, it's gonna, <laughs> it's going to be the dead the the Ventura one, man. Fucking up there. I like it. So we're going to do it. All right. Eventually. Eventually. It's the dream, yeah. You can get land up there for nothing. All we need is one fucking bulldozer. You can all build your own house. Well, that's it. That's, <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> rally course. Yeah. The rest in peace, but I mean, that's yeah. what Paul had done. Yeah. And oh, really? uh, some other, huh? I don't know. You had that. Compound. He had a big ranch out by Santa Barbara where mm-hmm. they just like race those fucking razor things around. Oh, yeah. So him and Tim would just yeah. go off-roading out there like yeah. every other weekend. Pray runner. I remember reading this story in Speed Hunters that uh, Jeff's work had like a property a motor yeah. a ranch property up in Marin and he would just deal. run his yeah run his like rally 911 around yeah like, uh, that sounds like so much name? fun uh, Deegan had a play has a place down in Temecula too with a rally stage on it yeah which is interesting I think it's, Bucky has something down there too uh I don't think he he has a uh skate park at his house I think he yeah. does not have a, his own rally stage the key he's is baller as fuck all, all levels if you do this you you do a paved road, 
but it's not a racetrack. It's a it's private a, it's a driveway. Road. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you put signs on. There's a guy in Australia who used to be the like CEO of Coca-Cola, and he lost his license in his Ferrari. Got too many speeding tickets, so he bought 80 acres and he built like an amazing racetrack. <laughs> but it has signs on it, and there's no time competition. Uh-huh. But you look at it and you go, it's a racetrack, and it just has a garage with like a house on the top floor. Perfect. Perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just no timing? Just Love no it. timing. I, I don't care. I have one requirement, and that is a lift. I need a lift. Oh, yeah. We're going to break things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have the tools already. I just need the lift. Yeah. Uh, and on that bombshell, we should probably shut this shit down, huh? Don't yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Well, I'm fucked either way for traffic at this point. Yeah. So it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Got to go to work and shit. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Thanks for listening, people. Smoke Entire Podcast is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own damn podcast at uh, shoutengine.com. It's easy. Just need a microphone, computer, internet connection, and something to say, which even I sometimes don't have, like today. No. Uh, thanks for dude, the painting. I, I'm going to post pictures of the painting, but it's it's pretty it's pretty goddamn cool. I can't wait to hang that over my bed. It means I'm going to have to make my bed today to yeah. take the picture of the painting. <laughs> uh, make it once. I can make it once. Mercedes is coming tomorrow. Maybe I'll just take the picture tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. She does it so good, though. It's not that I don't want to do it. It's that I can't do it properly. It's not that my bed, my bed is unmade. It's that it's ready for me to get in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what you guys need to do, though, is you need to get one in the office. Uh, On the walls. Look at, yeah, look at Patrick with the upsell. Yeah, <laughs> right? Right? No, the thing is with this office, you don't, we're, not, I'm not, we're not getting attached to it because we'll be leaving in only two years. Yeah. In only two <laughs> in years. In a scant two years. <laughs> only two years. Right, right over there across the street. It's going on. It's happening. When are you breaking ground? Uh, probably like oh, months. It's going to take months. Months. There's paperwork that I can't do, and that means that you know, hire people to do. I don't know anything. There's a shaman that's going to do a dance. A shaman. A shaman. <laughs> yeah, that's when my brother breaks ground. We have business. to have we have to have the local Native Americans check for you know dead relatives and stuff, and yeah. it's no bueno. Yeah. Howard Hughes fucked up all the land because it's disgusting. It's well, then you'll be haunted by the ghost of Howard Hughes, too. They just dumped the jars of his piss. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's I, was, all I knew there was a piss jar joke somewhere. <laughs> yeah. All of these tomato plants have fingernails. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so gross, that movie. Oh. <laughs> all right, man. See you all next week. Goodbye. <laughs>